0: Hallelujah.
1: Oh bless you, Holy Father. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.
0: Thank you. Hallelujah. Praise you, King. Hallelujah.
1: You're worthy. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Wise and faithful creator. Hallelujah. You're worthy to be praised, Lord. Hallelujah. God belongs to you, O God. Hallelujah. Oh, bless your holy name, Jesus. Hallelujah. Oh, Hallelujah. Bless your holy name, Father. Hallelujah. Oh, I glorify the King of kings and the Lord of lords. Hallelujah. Oh, put up Oh, hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Jesus. Praise the name Lord. Hallelujah. hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, King of Hallelujah. 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 Oh, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Jesus. Oh, blessed, be the Lord. Hallelujah. blessed be the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Blessed
0: be the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you. Thank you. Hallelujah.
1: Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah.
0: Praise Father! Hallelujah!
1: enemies be scattered and And let the righteous
0: be glad glad. let them all rejoice with gladness
1: god is triumphed
0: Just be glad. Let them all rejoice with gladness. God is triumphant, LA Scatter and let the righteous be glad. Let them all rejoice with gladness. God is triumph, but is triumph. triumph. And let the righteous, righteous be glad, be glad. Let, let them all rejoice with gladness, gladness. God is triumphant My for me. me Let God arise, let God arise, let God, oh, arise. God, let God arise. arise Let God arise, let God, oh, arise. Let God arise, let God arise Let God arise, let God arise they gotta rise, they gotta rise, they gotta rise. They gotta rise, they gotta rise, they gotta rise. They gotta rise, they gotta rise,
1: Jesus, the oh Lord. Hallelujah, worthy. Hallelujah, you're worthy, Lord. Hallelujah, Hallelujah. Oh, bless you, Father. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah.
2: Glory be to the king. Glory. Hallelujah. 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 Mm-hmm. Hallelujah.
3: All
2: right, we we bless the name of Jesus. Y'all may be seated can. Russ saying you got the thing going? Mm-hmm. I don't think sister Bob will run it over. Not intentionally. Oh, Sister Mary. Well, Mary, she kind of mobile right now. She can throw off on the sky, though. Mm, y'all cover up that part. You got that thing going yet? Um, we're going to have testimony here. Amen? Amen. Lord Jesus done anything for you. Hallelujah. Come testify to the... Power of God, the glory of God, the goodness of the Lord Jesus. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah.
4: Praise the Lord. Thanks to God. I stand before you all giving praise and honor and glory to a God of almighty. You know, God has never slackened on his word and his promise. He promised to never leave us nor forsake us. He brought us out of bondage into his marvelous light. I thank my God each and every day for my salvation. You know, salvation is something that you should never take lightly. You have to work out every day with fear and trembling, knowing that the fear of the Lord is in your heart. I know where he bought me from. I never have no desire to go back. I have my affection set on heavenly things which is above each and every day. I know I'm getting old in age, but that doesn't bother me. There was a time when I could stand before you all and say that I fear death, but I do not know longer. I know I'm going to a better place. That day I'm looking forward to. I wish you all could be sound in the faith and love God of Almighty by walking in this statue and keeping these commandments. He didn't put them out there for us to put them on the shelf and bring them down when they're conducive to us. We got to honor them and be submitted and be obedient to him at all times. This is the way that you enter in the kingdom. I bless you and thank you, Jesus.
5: Praise the Lord. I testify also to the goodness of the Lord Jesus Christ. I thank him for where he is taking us and where we are going. I thank him for his faithfulness to me, and I testify to that faithfulness. When I was uh, just beginning to be a Christian, I was got a little down, and I, I thought, man, Lord, am I going to make this thing? And I'd, I'd think about it, and and I, uh, he'd lead me to different songs, and one of the songs he led me to always encouraged me no matter where I went. He took me to many different states, and... and um, I thank him for it, and I will testify to the song that he promised me that he would heal me. And um, as I started getting my healings and things, I would think to him, Lord, I know you got my, my body hanging in that closet of yours. I know you're going to give it to me one day. I, I want those new parts. I can hardly wait for the new parts. I had no understanding that he would bring us into this type of ministry where we are getting new body parts. He's actually opening up his blessings to us, and we are seeing it physically manifest in our body, and I thank him for that because when he started promising me through this song, the uh, song is from Jeremiah and uh, Song of Solomon, you might recognize the scriptures, I never knew that this is what he meant by that song, and I also testify to the healing power and the um, commanding power that he's doing. I didn't know that we would be able to command um, individuals such as, I know Pastor's going to show us on Chuck, that they can actually be stabilized and immobilized, and I remembered that. As I was, you know, trying to get it in my mind to do commands, and I was reaching under my sink one day, and I had a full quart of bleach water, and I knocked it over, and I watched that whole puddle just spread on my carpet, and all I could think of was, oh, my, that's going to make a terrible stain. And instead of doing anything, the only next thought that came to my mind is I went, I command you in the name of Jesus Christ water to turn to, I mean, bleach to turn to water right now. In the name of Jesus, I command you to turn to water. And it did. I do not have a stain on my carpet from that bleach. (laughs) So I testify and thank God for the commanding power that's in the name of Jesus Christ. Also, um, when Sister Cindy's mother was passing, um, I got the joy of having her dog for a little while. And I don't normally like to have a dog in the house, but I thought, man, it's going to be 12 degrees out there. I don't want it out of my port. So I said, I'll bring the little fella in, and I'll put it in my spare bedroom, cover it up with blankets, and praise the Lord. We'll command that his mouth be closed by the angels, just like in the days of Daniel. So Sister Ashley and I did that. No more And Sister Ashley took off, but that dog started barking up a storm. I walked over that cage. I said, I command you, in the name of Jesus Christ, to shut your mouth. I don't want to hear a bark out of you, not a thing out of you. I command you, in the name of Jesus Christ, I command you. And I heard a little, hoo, 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 hoo. little little goat on. I said, oh, no, oh, no. And I walked over, and I said, I don't want a breath coming out of you that makes a sound. I don't want to wheeze. I don't want to whine. I don't want anything coming out of your mouth the rest of the night. I'm telling you, shut up, in the name of Jesus Christ. That dog, I, if you've ever closed a dog's mouth when you wanted to stop barking, it'll go, that's exactly what I heard. I heard those angels clap, behold that dog's mouth. Never heard another that sound of it. So I said, I'm going to try this on those coyotes. I heard that pack of coyotes that we have coming up this trail. I mean, that thing was making a beeline for my house. I heard that thing, yeah, but I said, I command you in the name of Jesus Christ to shut your mouths. I don't want to bark out of you coyotes. I don't want anything out of you, not a wheeze, not a whimper, not nothing out of your mouth. Now shut up. And I didn't hear a sound. I said, next time I said, ah, maybe I just didn't quite do it right. Because I didn't hear another sound. I've done it three times. And those coyotes have shut their mouth every time. And I guess gone away because I don't hear them. So I testified to the healing power. And I testified to the commanding power of Christ. And here's a song. I hope it blesses you. She, ya, nay, ya, nay. She, ya, yay. I will restore health to you and heal your wounds i will restore health to you and heal your wounds for lo, the winter is past the rain is over and gone the flowers appear on the earth the time of singing has come I will restore health to you and heal your wounds. Thank you, Jesus, for your faithfulness.
1: Hallelujah. I want to thank the Lord Jesus Christ for being able to take a serpent whose deaf can only feel the vibrations and taste the air, you know, um, that he can actually take something like that and cause them to hear his word and uh pastor dow said something last week he he he, he made an impact when he was preaching on me on my heart in the dining hall he he said and then i took this very personally he said you know you are uh, a lot of you are spiritual cowards and because you're afraid of being received, not being received or how someone will respond to you actually doing right. And Brother Juan, he ministered to me <laughs> afterward in that area. And uh, I finally have, have, have found that, that uh, you know, the straight and narrow way, the direct way is the best way because it takes you out of the equation and all that time, i was just really more concerned about myself than the righteousness of God. But praise God, I, I heard his word, and, and, uh, and I've committed it to my heart to follow that uh, to the best of my ability. And I just bless you and thank you that uh, you're finally starting to move me out of the way, Father. I bless you. Thank you. Hallelujah.
6: Thank you, Father. I thank you again, Jesus, for this wonderful opportunity to sing your praises, Lord, and to thank you so much for bringing us into this new realm of uh, healing, and I can sure attest to that. I've been healed several times already, and I just thank you for it, Lord. And I am so grateful to be here and not out there, because that is a mess out there. And I know, Lord, if I was out there, I sure wouldn't have any knowledge of you at all. And I'm so grateful to be a child of the King. And to think, Father, that my name is written in the Lamb's book of life. And I thank you for that precious blood, Lord. Thank you so much.
7: Praise the Lord. I testify to the glory of Jesus Christ. I'm thankful to be here. Um, anybody that's ever starts to take for granted the place that we live and the fact that we live around saints of God should leave for a few days. Because... Man, did I miss everybody. I miss this place so bad, and it's not, it's not the place. It's the people. It's the Spirit of God. Uh, when two or more are gathered together in his name, um, being able to just be in a place where I can um, see, see people every day that I know love God as much or if not more than I do, and I'm so thankful for that. Um, I know coming down the land after coming back from Excellent Christie's, I had the window down, and I was screaming, I'm home, I'm home. I love you all so much. I love the Lord Jesus Christ. Um, This morning, the Lord put it in my heart that nothing, nothing shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus, our Lord, not devils, not spirits that come against us, not spirits that are in us, not our sins, nothing. Anytime we find wickedness or um, any kind of battle that we're in, all we have to do is go on our knees and go before the lord and he always always yeah. receives us always cleanses us always washes us by his blood and i'm so thankful for that i thank you lord jesus thank you for your cleansing blood and for your presence here in jesus
3: well the uh, only testimony i have is the day i was saved out in nashville it felt all right but when i got here i know i felt miserable but that day that spirit came on me in uh bible study I can't even describe it. Y'all seen how much <laughs> worshiping I was doing after that? Oh, yeah. And I remember the first words I was able to say after I had got that deliverance was, Lord, I knew you was there. Because back then, I, I used to talk to myself and talk inside to get through whatever my problems was. I called on the on Jesus and and left it at that. But later on, it went past. Then when I got here, then... the manifesting start going on i like lord i knew you was there i haven't been healed physically but mentally i was ho- uh, healed a whole lot my spirit was damaged and now he gave me a new one and that's my testimony it was the day i was saved So praise the lord <laughs>
8: I testify that Jesus is the Christ, the son of the living God, that he came and died on the cross that I might live. I thank him every day is we are at a place where we, I see so many churches, I'll reroute that. I see so many bodies of people that they may have holiness, but not keep the Sabbath. They may have, they may keep the Sabbath, but have no holiest and have no works. So I just thank the Lord that I'm not saying that we have it all yet, but I do believe that we're going to have it all. And because God is showing us so many things, I just thank him so much. I thank him that I know my husband and I, when we get up, the first thing on our mind is the Lord. And so many people can't say that. We're sound in mind, all of us. We don't have to struggle and battle with the things that the people in the world battle. We don't have to worry about where our next meal is coming from, anything. We are so blessed, and I thank the Lord. I thank you, Jesus. I thank you, Lord, more than anything for writing my name down in the Lamb's Book of Life. I love you, Jesus.
4: I just want to testify to the goodness of the Lord. He's so good. He came down here and died on a cross for me, and shed his blood, holy blood, for my nasty self. And I want to thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for for bringing me through all of that and all and getting me out of self. Lord, crush that thing, please. Thank you for your help.
9: Bless you, dear saints of the most high God. Hallelujah. We're so glad to be, we are glad to be here. Hallelujah. There isn't a day that doesn't go by. The dad and I are not, oh my God, we're just blessing the Lord. Oh my God, of all the, of all the times we were out there in the world and now we're here. It's like, oh my God, we can't thank him enough for being here. We thank you, Jesus. We really thank you. This is a hope. It's a hope that has come to fruition. Hallelujah, and I see a Lord. hallelujah, I'm so glad, hallelujah, I bless the Lord this day, I thank you, Jesus, for all your goodness, hallelujah, and I am healed, hallelujah, <laughs> and, and I am healed, hallelujah, and all things, oh my gosh, we're doing this um, feet thing with uh, massaging the feet and everything, and boy, there's so much wrong in there. But all them bubbles, I feel like snap, crackle, pop, rice krispies. But it's going on. It's doing well. And hallelujah. I'm so glad for that. And that's just another way of um, getting all the toxins and stuff out of this body. Oh, man, we've really messed up ourselves. But the Lord is so good. And he's so good to us. I thank you, Jesus, for all that. Hallelujah. It's just been wonderful being here. And hallelujah, it's just, just great. It's just I can't say I know the good thing about straightway. It's just a beautiful place. I thank you, Pastor, always for the good words that come forth. And you know what, Pastor Dow? We all pray that you will have a word of utterance all the time. Like, oh, Lord, please bring Pastor with us to give us words of utterance. And he's been, he's been really preaching a lot lately. Hallelujah. And we're all thankful for that. Hallelujah. <laughs> thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen.
10: I want to thank you once again, Lord, for saving me, for keeping me, for giving me your Holy Ghost, for loving me, forgive me of my sins. And I thank you once again for last Sabbath, for confirming that I am your child because healing is the
11: children's bread. And I thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. I bless you, Jesus. I, I want to um, mention the fact that I'm getting a lot of deliverance from some unloving spirits and that are buried way deep down. Well, Jesus brought the light out, and I thank God for it. And if anybody knows anything about unloving spirits, they know that it, that you get they get you to focus on yourself and um, the the things that you do and and you're not so much concentrating on everybody else and other things. And I thank God for that deliverance because one of the things that was trying to keep me from doing was trying to um, I was doubting I was giving place in the spirit of doubt and doubting that I could have the power of God to command healing. Well, so ever since then I've been fighting against that. Uh, thought, and I've had deliverance from it, and I've been th- fighting against that thought, and I, um, because of pastors teaching about uh, putting our hands on that part of the body and commanding it to do what it needs to do in the name of Jesus, of course, always in the name of Jesus. Well, um, I, uh, I, I've been, I had a fear. I was pregnant and then I had a fear, so I didn't have a lot of, of cleansing I could do. So one of the things I really can't stand is parasites. So in the name of Jesus, I commanded all the parasites to come out of my stomach, my bowels, and any part of my organs and my female parts in the name of Jesus. Well, hallelujah, I've had the biggest cleanse I've ever had in my entire life. It has not stopped. And I thank you, Jesus, for it because I'm full. of uh, The Lord Jesus is getting that wickedness out of me. He's purging me in my wicked ways. I'm getting deliverance. I'm seeing myself. I'm seeing them like the Lord sees me. And I thank you, Lord, that you're helping me to have one mind that I love you and and I'm keeping your commandments because I love you, Jesus. I bless you and I praise you and I thank you for all things.
12: I want to praise the Lord for bringing me straight way and for saving me and for giving me the Holy Ghost and letting me heal myself and heal my family. And I want to thank him for delivering me from rebellion and all those other nasty spirits that I have.
0: (laughs) Thank you, Jesus. Jesus.
1: I want to thank Jesus for that. (laughs) Jesus and just thank you Jesus for bringing my family here to you all and ditto to everything that was just said before me incredible I'm just filled with the Holy Ghost and the the heavenly spirit and I have you you all to thank for that hallelujah let go (laughs) and uh I took the challenge of Pastor Dowell to to be doing the works and I've, I've got the I've got that seed planted in some good soil right now and, and I think we'll have some, some new people hopefully coming here that can share this love So thank you
3: Jesus, hallelujah
12: um, I just want to thank the Lord for just saving me and, and my whole family and um I'm up here right now because that devil's a liar and told me not to come up here, <laughs> so so ha, <laughs> I'm up here. And um, I just, I'm so blessed uh, to know everybody here, and I'm, I know the Lord brought us to Tennessee for a reason, and for that year without without everybody, without knowing everybody here was, it was trying, but we knew, we knew that we needed to be in Tennessee for a reason, and um, Lord, we, just, we know that you brought us here so that we could, we could share your love with the people at Straightway. Um, and since we found uh, the people here, there hasn't been a doubt in our minds that this is where our family is and this is where we truly belong. And um, I, just, I just thank you for, for saving my wretched soul. And um, thank you so much for forgiving all my sins. And I just thank you. Just thank you, Jesus. Thank
9: you. the Lord. I'm blessed. I'm blessed by. Listen, um, we are going. That the commanding uh, miracle. Um, I Lord have been doing a lot of things. One of the things is my spine and the back of my uh, behind the shoulder, uh, knee between the shoulder. I ask. Pastor to command for me to straighten up, and it didn't go away. And I went to the deliverance, and after cast out the demon, uh, there's no problem. I don't have to crack on the back anymore, and I'm very blessed.
13: We're going to be blessed,
9: too.
13: Praise the Lord, saints. I want to really, truly thank the Lord for all of you and all the testimonies that I've heard this morning. They've been meat and substance to my soul. I, not only today, but whenever I hear the testimonies of the saints, it's so encouraging, because we tend to be a people. At least from my perspective, if so and so is able to do such and such a thing, it, it gives us hope. It gives, it encourages us that yes, we can do that too. We can help to build the kingdom. We can help glorify the Lord. We can help overcome uh, the. It just, it's just an encouragement. And I'm just so blessed that he hear every testimony that I've heard today and all the time that I hear, and I'm just, I, I want to I tell y'all a little testimony. I, I've shared this with some of you before. Uh, some time ago, uh, when I was playing the piano, when the Grace family was here, and the Lord just showed me right, sitting right up there, how to play this certain song. I've never done that before ever in my life, and I thought, what an awesome thing, and I had been praying to the Lord about hearing last year was the first time that I actually began to hear how to play the piano by ear in the way that it's supposed to be done. Uh, The father has blessed me to come such a long way and you know I made a promise to him when I was in my early 20s and I'm in my early 60s now that father if you would bless me to play the piano by ear I would only play for you. Well I have kept that promise I, it's all I fear the lord not to go you know, I wouldn't want to go back on it. You know, it's just, it's just not a wise thing to do. And, uh, and I think about all these people that are just, just can sit down at these keyboards and pianos and they can just tear the boogers up. That's, what, that's always been my desire. I went to a Church of God in Christ with my mom when I was, oh, five, six, seven years old, and they, could, they, they made the thing talk. <laughs> I mean, they could whip it out. You know, I'm not a piano player. I am a piano beater, and I realize that. <laughs> You know, I like to beat the thing. I like to, when I put my fingers on those keys, I want them to speak. I want them to talk. And I know beyond a a shadow of a doubt to me, and maybe I'm fooling myself. Y'all put me on straight street if I'm I'm wrong. I play with an anointing. I don't play very good. I I understand that. But I give you all all that I got. But I see the Lord doing such a marvelous thing with these hands. And now the enemy, he's trying to, I'm commanding. You know, when I get ready to play, I have to just command these fingers to, to do right just to do right, and the Lord is merciful, and again, you know, as I said, he's blessing my hearing because playing the piano by ear is all about hearing. About 30 years ago, someone told me in a a little practice session, you know, how you meet piano players, and you say, can you show me something? Can you show me something? And that's that's what you do, you know, when you go from church to church or run into somebody that can play, you say, can you show me something? Can you show me something? So I had someone tell me something one time. They said, if you learn how to Every card you can play it in three different positions, and that's what gives it a lot of. mm. Well, I kept that in my mind. I never knew what it, what what, he's, what that person was talking about, but I found out last year what he was talking about. It was just it was just the goodness of the Lord. It's just me and the Lord, and I thank Him so much because it's really been an enhancement to my praying. I hope that you all continue to pray for me that the Lord really blesses it. I I really thoroughly enjoy it. There's not a time that I don't enjoy sitting at that keyboard or whatever I'm sitting at, trying to do my best in that area. And I also want to encourage all the old people, it's never too late.
10: Praise the Lord. (laughs) Never too late. (laughs) Well, it's never too late to praise the Lord, that's for sure. I thank the Lord. thank him where he has brought me from. And so many times in my testimony, you hear me say how much I appreciate the word, how much I have learned. I know without a doubt, my time is drawing close. I don't have no fear. And I have learned so much since I've been here. I've learned so much. And it's never too late to learn. And I want to say here, be careful what kind of seed you sow, you know. They, the seed's gonna come up, you better be careful. I'm talking to the young folks now. You better, better be careful what kind of seeds you sow. Amen. Even the old folks better be careful what kind of seed Amen. they sow. Amen. It may come up quicker because of age. Right. But I can testify that God is good. Amen. And I can say that you pass Dow, without a shadow of a doubt, I haven't heard nothing yet. I'll be sleeping and you'll be beating it out. Be beating it out. God, <laughs> God have not done nothing with you yet. Like what he's going to do. No Hallelujah. doubt this word will come back to you all. Mother Stones and be out there in the grave sleeping. She said it. Yeah, that's right. He's opened up my understanding so much. Hallelujah. And I just love the Lord. If you was close around me, you'd think somebody's in the house talking with me. Hallelujah. When I wake up at night, it's, thank you. Hallelujah. Wake up in the morning, I don't know what it is to put my feet on the floor, that I don't say thank you.
0: Hallelujah.
10: I haven't learned yet how to wake myself up. And I can truly say that God has been good. So I want to encourage you to keep on keeping on. Amen. Don't get weary. Don't get tired. Amen. That don't mean Satan ain't going to plant some seeds of temptation in your way. They're going to be in the way too. But override them. He gave you the strength and the faith yeah. to overcome. Yes, I'm not here because I was so good. I've sinned probably as much as any of you in here. But God, hallelujah, hallelujah. forgave me of my sins. Yes, hallelujah, glory, hallelujah.
0: Hallelujah. hallelujah,
10: hallelujah. And I'm glad hallelujah. salvation is free and yet it'll cost you something. Hallelujah. What do it cost you, mother starlings? It causes you to pray, Hallelujah. Depend on him. Hallelujah. It's a daily walk. It's a walk. It's a life. Hallelujah. To be lived. Hallelujah. Glory. Hallelujah. He said, I'll never leave you. And I won't forsake you. I haven't been forsaken. You know, when I first come here after being here a while, I went ahead and I made a bad mistake. <laughs> but I'm glad. Heaven's going to be worth it all. Heaven's going to be worth it all. Yes, dear. God bless
6: you. Good morning. I um, want to thank God for healing my hands. They've been plaguing me for a long time now, especially after I started school. And, you know, it's writing and typing 24-7. And I thank God for healing my back. It hasn't given me any problems since. And after, after my back got healed, my neck started giving me problems. It's like all the pain that just went from my back to my neck. So I prayed myself, and God actually healed that. And, you know, there was, it was a really bad tightness in my neck to where I would have to, like, crack it all the time, and still that wouldn't even help. But I'm so glad that I'm healed. I'm so glad because I have a really bad body. <laughs> I'm always <laughs> – something's always wrong. I'm, it's just true. I'm really broken down, and I'm just so glad that, I, that there's an opportunity for me to get better and to get healed, and I just thank God because so much has been going wrong in my life, but it just seems like things are just getting so much better now, <laughs> and I thank God for that. Thank you, Jesus, and uh, let's see, so um, I got a job, and I'm happy about that because I was pretty stressed about it. Because, you know, after I'd got mono, after my ex-roommate had given me uh, mono, I had to quit my job. And so, you know, I didn't have anything coming in. And um, I had been, like, applying for everything, went to interviews, didn't get anything. And then just the other day, I, like, um, I saw this vacancy for, like, this America Reads program that tutors kids. And, um, like, after school hours. And so I applied. I sent in a cover letter and a resume and everything. And then I hear back from the lady, and she's like, she asked me a bunch of questions, so I send it back to her, I guess that was like the interview, because I didn't have to go in for a formal interview, and then I get um, an email from this um, lady, and she's like, did you apply for the America Reads position, and I'm like, yeah, I did, and she's like, okay, well, I want you working with me, she's like, so I'm going to call this Miss Pinson lady, and I'm going to get her to give, get you your information, and so we can get you to work like, as soon as possible, And I don't know if, you know, that was just, like, God working things out for me, that someone would just, like, see that it was me and wanted me to work with them. So I'm so glad because it's really good pay, and I'm happy. So I'm just so glad that things are finally working out for me. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus.
2: Hallelujah. Do you love Jesus? Has he been good to you? Hallelujah. Jesus is good to us, isn't he? You're glad that you're healed, delivered, set free, got a sound mind, able to go to sleep. Does he give you a sweet rest? Wake up with joy on your face, happy in the morning, say thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. That's what the victorious life of being a believer is about. Because he's given us the victory. And not only has he given us the victory, we're going to continue to keep on taking the victory. Hallelujah. It's good what God is teaching us, isn't it? Isn't it good that, um, you see, every one of you uh, have a testimony while you're sitting there that you may not be aware of. And that testimony is, is that in spite of what, the whole world thinks and stuff, you love Jesus. Because in this generation we live in, we're pretty radical, brothers and sisters. You understand that? There ain't too many people that believe in keeping all ten commandments of God that believe that Jesus can still deliver today and heal today and set free. There's not too many people like that. So I bless the name of Jesus for it. And being able to send his word and heal us. Hallelujah. Heavenly Father, we do thank you for this beautiful Sabbath day. We do ask your blessings upon the word and the hearing of of our ears. We give you the glory for all things. Speak to us your words of truth. May these sins seek deep down in our hearts in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Beautiful Sabbath day, isn't it? All right, because you know we're going to be, again, talking about um, healing, salvation, deliverance. Um, You know, we make a, I guess a lot of people call a big stink about a lot of things. And the reason why we dwell on certain things so much is because they're not preached and taught today. You know, there's not a person in this room that um, does not want to be liked. I mean, nobody wants to be hated. Now, you can't do anything about people hating you. Jesus said, you shall be hated of all men for my name's sake. You understand that kind of talk? You understand that kind of language? That means they're not going to hate you for you and who you are. They're going to hate you because of the one who you stand for. You understand that? And as a preacher, I have to say many, many things that cause people to be challenged in their spirit and early on as a preacher you know you you, you kind of start off you want to be liked by everybody and and you want everybody to receive you and then you quickly learn real fast that the only one that really matters about liking and love is God because men they'll they'll turn you over in a heartbeat they'll turn their back on you forsake you in a heartbeat but God said I'll never leave you I'll never forsake you and I'll be with you always even to the end of the world And it's a rough thing. It's actually a pretty tough thing to preach God's word, especially in this generation. Especially in this generation. So Carol and I have been looking at a lot of A. E. Allen, old A. A. E. Allen videos. That's that's way back in the 50s. And and this morning I had to uh, actually type in some words and take somebody on chin because the question was asked is, how did this man die at such a very young age being a divine healer? And then uh, quickly somebody... Writes back and said um, he was an alcoholic He died of uh, cirrhosis of the liver or something like that And and then they immediately go into talking about him And I said, huh, well it's my turn I said, isn't it amazing The type of world that we live in A man is dead and so therefore he can't defend himself So people who don't have the power of God Who are not healing the sick Who are not cleansing the leper Who are not saving any souls Who are not preaching the gospel of Jesus Christ Yet they set back in judgment Of a man that was doing God's work And they know nothing about what he did They wasn't there You understand what I mean First of all And the reason why I take that position Is because I don't expect anybody To say nothing good about me They don't do it while I'm alive What makes you think They're going to do it when I'm dead You understand that But this man was not an eyewitness Of that account Do you understand what I mean And I think one of the biggest commandments that is broken today is the one that says, Thou shalt not bear false witness against thy neighbor. That hoof and mouth disease is getting a lot of people in trouble today. And I mean a whole bunch of trouble. And uh, people have such a disease of the mouth, which is actually the communication of the heart. And then we wonder why that we're staying in the same old condition, in the same old circumstance, in the same old way continuing on in the same old journey and never changing course we wonder why we pray and nothing changes in our heart and mind nothing changes in our life we fast we read god's word we do everything that we call ourselves doing and then we wonder why that nothing seems to change what well, else a problem you can't continue to always do the things that you have always done and expect change you're going to have to change your course You're going a certain way And if that way is not working You're going to have to make a detour But it amazed me that Here you are, you had a man who had a track record Of healing people Many, many testimonies All throughout the United States of America And around the world And then you get this pig, this jackal Get on and make a judgment And they have not healed a gnat of a toothache Having done one thing In the name of Jesus You see, if I didn't get up there And post a comment like that um, people would have probably jumped on the bandwagon. Nobody would have never been sober. They would have probably just talked about him like any other preacher. You know, I, I kind of bring this preacher thing into perspective, just like Paul did. You know, Paul uh, wasn't a perfect man. He says, Mark, the perfect man. Did he not say that, brothers and sisters? He said, Mark, the perfect man. He, Paul taught going on to perfection. He taught us being perfect. Isn't that right? That means we've got a journey to go on. And see, I guess the only people that can really understand preachers is is other preachers who are actually sold out to Jesus Christ. Because the people have a perspective and the men of God have a perspective. And if you want to know pretty much what the men of God perspective is, all you have to do is go back and look at some of the prophets of old. You look and see how that they spoke for God and then not only did the people around them hate them, but God's people, the one who he called himself, hated them. Look at Jeremiah. Have you ever read Jeremiah? How he tried to deliver God's people from the Babylonians, but yet and still, because they had their own preconceived ideas, their own ways of doing things, they would not listen to this man. They persecuted him, threw him in a dungeon, threw him, and beat this man, beat this prophet of God. And you know who had more respect for him than the people of God? The very people that God said they was going to be in captivity to. The Babylonians. The Babylonians came and took Israel and seized the whole place and took the king, the one who rejected the man of God, killed his sons right before his very eyes and put out the king's eyes. And the Babylonians said, you should have listened to him because he told you what was coming to pass. And I can't tell you how many times throughout the scriptures right here that it continues to echo from us from the future where we have actually saw. God's men being more respected by the heathens yeah. than their own people. Amen. There's only a little space of time, then the Babylonians end up getting being you know taken over by the Persians, and the next thing you know, the Persians are the one who is helping Ezra and him to go build the temple of God.
1: Amen.
2: What does Sister Asher say? What is really going on? That needs to be the question today, too. What is truly really going on? Because, you know, I remember I'm, I made a promise to everybody in here, and some of you weren't here when I made a promise. I said, one thing that I will do is I promise you that I will always tell you the truth. That means I would never lie to you willfully or knowingly. Do you understand that? I will always tell you the truth no matter how much you like it or dislike it. Because there's one thing about the truth. The truth always sets free. The lie always binds. And Jesus said you shall know the truth. And the truth shall make you free. And if you don't think that people need freedom today. They need to be freedom because people are bound by diseases. They're bound by sicknesses. Of all sorts and all kinds. And so people are living in prisons today. And they need to be free. Need to literally be free from every aspect of life. You don't have to be locked up behind um, bars inside of a jail cell to be in bondage and stuff. There are many people that are slave to their own spirits. There are many people slave to the persecution of insanity that goes on in their own mind, voices that they cannot control, that continues to happen in their spirit day in and day out. There are people that would never ever, can you imagine this, living life, from one or whatever time, from the day zero you was born all the way to seventy and eighty years old and die miserable. Your life is just misery, just one misery after another after another after another, and we'll never know what it means to have a peace of mind. You live life in hell and then end up dying and going to hell all because of the rejection of Jesus Christ. Isn't that sad? Because then we got the other people that said his name ain't Jesus. Isn't that remarkable? I see what I do is I, I hear what people say, but I mostly watch what they do rather than what they say. Because there's a lot of noise makers out there. People making a lot of noise, but if I don't see the signs that yes. supposed to follow them that believe, you won't get in my ear too long. Amen. Not at all. I want to see the proof that it's supposed to be in the pudding. Right. Now we're growing in the faith and in the mercy of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Is that right? Yes. We're growing in the grace and in the mercy. And as we continue to grow, we'll continue to keep getting more knowledge about our Jesus. Is that right? More knowledge about how to save, heal, and to deliver people. Amen? Amen. And that's the reason why we're here this morning. Now, religion versus believing, there's a difference. You see, religion looks holy. Did y'all hear that? It it looks holy, but it's not. And the people who are in religions, they look holy, but they're not. The Bible says that religious people have a form of godliness. Did y'all understand it? There's a form of God. See, you can, you know, if you go out here right now, you can just pretty much just look at people and see who has religion. Amen. And some people, you can't tell the world from the saints. You, you really can't. You, or you can't tell the saints from the world today. Because they look just like them. There's supposed to be a difference. It's supposed to be a change. It's supposed to take place not only inwardly, but outwardly. Amen. Amen. So there are people that have actually had to change outwardly, but inwardly, they're full of dead man's bones raging waves of the sea the scriptures talk like this over and over and over again so you can go out there and you can look at someone who looks religious but Jesus is far from their heart you can go out there and see people who have a form of godliness but look at this we always continue to keep going back to this because it's the power that distinguishes us from the saints and the aints it's the power that distinguishes us from those who are of Christ and those who are not of Christ they have a form of godliness, but they deny the power thereof. And God says from such do what? Turn away. See? Hallelujah. Amen. Just turn away from them. And that seems to be a hard thing to do nowadays because, you know, people are um, um, tied to people in some way. Tied to people in some way. Can I tell you the secret reason why people don't really truly love God like they should? Anybody want to know? That's because you never tell him you love him. Because if you ever tell him that you love him and you say it enough, pretty soon your heart is going to believe it. And when you love him, you would treat him a whole lot different than you do today. That I'm sure of. Hallelujah. I mean, I love God. As much as I know how to love him, I love him. But I really would like to know how to love him more. I really would like to be closer to it than what I am. I'm sorry for, I'm not just satisfied with raising the dead, healing the sick, cleansing the leper, and all that. I'm not just satisfied with that, casting out devils. I want to be closer to Jesus. I want to be so close to him that the day I hear his voice, he says, well done, thou good and faithful servant. You've been faithful over a few things, and I'm going to make you Lord over a lot." We're going to do something with this microphone. I sound like a chipmunk up here praise the Lord hey now I sound more like me there we go and then then what we all want to hear well done thy good and faithful servant amen you've been faithful over a few things now he's going to make it Lord over a lot amen but there's a reason why people who are religious ask you what faith are you the reason why they ask you what faith are you because somehow some way the uh, headlines of, um, or let's say, what what is that thing called? The title of the books, the title of the books, especially what Brother Richard Reeves have done lately. He said, "Time is an ally of deceit." So you see, people have changed real, true believing in Jesus Christ, being a disciple for Christ, into religion. And so, religion says, "What faith are you?" But the Bible says in Ephesians four or five, there is one Lord. One faith and one baptism. Do y'all understand that? So religion has many different faiths. But there's only one Lord. and There's only one faith and there's only one baptism. And there is a difference. Because Jesus is not a Baptist. Jesus is not a Methodist. Jesus is not a Catholic. Jesus is not a Seventh day Adventist. He's never was any of one of them things. And he never will be any of those things. And God's people would never be any of those things. Because none of them bought you. You see, now this is the naked truth that religion hates to hear. Because I could be talking about someone you know who's on their way to hell and ain't nothing they can do about it because of unbelief. And of course, the Bible got that covered too. Save yourselves from this untoward generation. Uh, the prophet said, Though if Noah, Daniel, and Job in it, they would not deliver, they would neither deliver son nor daughter, but they would just save themselves. Isn't that something? And that's the time that we're in now. You got to save yourself, brother and sister. So if you're depending on and waiting for somebody else to come, they ain't coming. You waiting for somebody else to go, they ain't going. <laughs> you can forget that. You waiting for them to lead, you might as well just just go ahead and die. It's not gonna happen. So there's a difference between religion and then those who believe. Religion has no power. So as to point the people to the power that they believe to be the power, which is the conventional way. Believers know where the power comes from. We know that our God is alive. Did you know that that was Jesus that actually parted the Red Sea for our people to walk over on dry ground? Did y'all know that? Did you know that was Jesus that descended down upon Mount Sinai and the people saw no similar to but they heard his voice? Did y'all know that's who it was? Did you know that was Jesus who actually talked to Abraham? When he told the scribes and Pharisees over there before Abraham was I am, he knew exactly what he was talking about. Did you know that? And did you know that my Bible teaches me that Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever? So whatever the disciples could do 2,000 years ago, then guess what? Jesus gives that same power, Amen. delegates it to us to where we can do it today. See, religion makes excuses the reason why you can't do it. But believers, they just do what their God says. So there is a difference. And no, you ain't going to go nowhere and hear it like this because in order to preach like this, you've got to be a believer. Because these signs shall follow them that believe. In my name, Jesus said they shall cast out devils and they shall speak with new tongues. Is that right? He also said they shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. Religion has no power, so it has to divert you to a conventional way, but God's people got Holy Ghost power delegated to them by the spirit of truth that he has given them. What a beautiful thing that is. What a beautiful thing it is! So Ain't you glad to be a believer this morning rather than religious? Hallelujah! 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 And um, of course, you know Mother Stalin's up here prophesying. She is prophesying because it is going to get greater. It's going to be becoming a greater measure. Of course, with the greater measure too, is I'll come to also come a greater attack too. Hallelujah! Yes, sir. Much opposition. Hallelujah. But I do know this. We won't be running from no witches, no warlocks, and no demons. Because God has not given us a spirit of fear, but a power of love and a sound mind. Hallelujah. How else can you explain what's going on around here except by faith? So what, Paul said, if some don't believe? Should that make my faith void? No, it don't make my faith void. It establishes my faith. It is none of my business if people don't want to believe. I'm so glad that I believe. Ain't you glad you believe? I'm so glad I believe Jesus. I am glad I believe Jesus. Hallelujah. I'm glad that I don't have to make excuses for my God. Hallelujah. Glory to the King. Amen. Turn over into your Bibles for a second over the numbers. I'm going to show you something, okay? And we hope that you're ready to handle this particular scripture right here because it's just beautiful. Are you encouraged this morning? I hope you're encouraged because if you ain't encouraged, I'm still encouraged. Huh? Numbers 23, verse 19. Numbers chapter 23, verse 19. If you listen this morning, if you really, really hear, you know this word will be able to increase your faith. Are you following me? How do we know we're preaching the gospel? Because these signs shall follow them that believe. You remember over in Matthew 10. Matthew 10, you know, God anointed 12, did he not? With power. Is that right? Over over all unclean spirits and to heal sickness. Did he not? Did he not? Over in Luke 10, he anointed the 70, didn't he? And he gave them power. And then over in Luke 9, he also, uh, there was one that was casting out devils in the name of Jesus that didn't even follow the disciples. Isn't that right? So if they could do it then, and we can do it now, because Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. It's not predicated upon your holiness or your righteousness. It's predicated upon who you know. Do you believe that Jesus is still alive? I believe He's alive. My Bible tells me that Stephen has seen Him seated at the right hand of the Father, right at the glory when those stones was hitting Him on the head. Huh? The prophet said, I see him. He's high and lifted up, and his train fills the temple. And the angels cry, holy. So, yeah, we don't serve a dead God. We serve a live God. Hallelujah. So we're going to actually get about our father's business when we get finished hearing the word, because the word is there to help increase your faith. Hallelujah. The word is because the more you hear, then the more you believe. And right now look what this. God is not a man. Did you hear that? Yes. That he should lie. Neither the son of man that he should repent. Hey, look, hath he said, and shall he not do it? Did y'all understand that? Yeah. Or have he spoken? And shall he not make it good? In other words, if God said it, you can believe it. Yeah. If God said it, he'll back his word up. Yeah. Did y'all hear what I said? God will back up his word All he needs is just somebody to believe him He needs somebody radical enough Crazy enough to believe him He needs somebody to get out of the flesh And walk in the spirit to believe him He needs somebody to divest themselves Of their own wicked inability Of their own wicked nature And pick up the nature of the Holy Ghost Hallelujah So God is not a man He don't lie like men do Men lie but God don't lie And if God said it you can believe it God, the Bible even said that God watches over his word to make sure that he performs it. Do you understand that? He actually watches over it, brothers and sisters. So I hope that we're ready this morning to hear the word of faith. And I hope that you um, definitely have um, divest yourself of a religious nature. Because if you stay religious, you won't do the works of God. Are you following me? Now you really, really, truly need to get that Acts 3, how we broke it down. Um, a few days ago into your heart it's not because of your own righteousness or your own holiness amen. Hallelujah. Amen. hallelujah hallelujah it's because of Jesus amen. amen he just needs some people to do what he says do is that alright right. now who is righteous God is the one who determines who's righteousness isn't that right he is the one who will determine who is righteous and who is not. Because usually people are self-righteous. You know, everybody got, everybody will proclaim their own righteousness. Sure they will, brothers. They do it all the time. But it's not who you say is righteous or who say they're righteous. It's who God backs up to say who is righteous. In James five sixteen, the Bible says, Confess your faults one to another and pray for one another that ye may be healed for the effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man avail of much. When Sister Vicki was up here testifying, she said, boy, I sure do thank God. I sure do thank God to know that I'm, I'm his son and stuff. Uh, he just confirmed it for me again. Why? How do he confirm it for him then? Healing his children's bread. Yeah. That, is that right? Yes, sir. And th- did she get healed? Yes. Sure. See, what does that mean? He's going See, that conversation is, whoa, that testimony is loaded in there. That means she was battling with some unbelief. That means she was battling doubting her salvation. There's many, many things that the devil does to come and try to remove you from the people who you are. He talks in the communication of his mind because this is the place that he gets placed to. And when we learn how to close up access to him, to fears and doubts and unbelief, and hear nothing but faith, hope, salvation, deliverance, we change everything about us. Because the Bible does charge that we ought not to give no place to the devil. That means we need to submit ourselves to God, then, isn't it right? Hallelujah! So the effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man of us. So when you pray and it avails, meaning that you see come to pass what you believe God for, God is already saying you are righteous. Yeah. Why? Because I heard you. Yeah. Isn't that beautiful? Yeah. Isn't that beautiful? Yeah. Now, Colossians one seventeen, and I'm only going to quote the last part of it. It says, Christ in you, and you got to know where he is. In you is the hope of glory. Yeah. Did y'all hear that? Yes, Christ in you is the hope of glory. Do you know that the Bible actually says that he did not call one man to preach unless he can heal the sick and cast out devils? Amen. Y'all didn't know that? Sure, we're going to hit those just for a minute, but I believe me, you got a lot of people today, I've been called to preach, I've been called to preach, they call a line. That's what they're doing too They call line Let's see what the Bible has to say One more time before we get started Now we know that the Bible says in Mark 16, 17 That these signs shall follow them that believe In my name they shall cast out devils And they shall speak with new tongues We hear it so much We should actually be able to echo that in our sleep Isn't that right? And he says And they shall take up serpents And if they drink any daily thing It shall not do what? Hurt them And they shall lay hands on the sick And they shall recover Now Jesus is the one who said that we just got finished saying that he would actually perform his word. Yes, sir. Isn't that right? Yes. Now, in Psalms 119.11, he says, Thy word have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against thee. The problem today is that God's word is not hidden in the heart. We grew up with generations of sin behind us. And sin coming behind us and now up on us. We grew up with generations of inherited sins. Yes sir, yes ma'am And nobody has been instrumental in trying to cleanse us in it That's the reason why God has us at this place right now So we can get our whole spirit Our whole soul And our whole body Preserved blameless until the coming of the Lord It's not enough just for your spirit to be saved But he prays that your whole spirit Your soul and your body Be preserved blameless until he comes So we got a lot to work on We got a lot to work on Brothers and sisters, amen Now The Bible teaches that for the kingdom of God is not in word, but in power. Do you understand that? So we got a lot of people making noise today, but we have very few that's demonstrating the power of the one. You see, in the days of Elijah, they knew who he was serving. They knew he was serving. You know why? Because he showed who they were serving. He showed the people who he was serving. He told all the prophets of Baal He said you going to call on your God Do whatever you got to do And then I'm going to call on mine You know that time's coming up on us again too Amen. See our problem is We think that the battle is going to be Against uh, witches Warlocks um, All these uh, Wiccans And the, the, these uh, Satan worshippers And all that Have you folks not read the Bible That the only battle we ever got Is against folks who claim to be religious You ain't read that yet Who's the people that caused Jesus the most problem? The scribes, the Pharisees, and the hypocrites. And each one of them, and every one of them said that they served God. Yes, they did. Yes, they did. What, why in the world did Baal, why did he get the name prophet from? Where did that originate from? How in the world? See, these people thought they were doing something that's right. Just like religion today. They think that they're doing something that's right. They really truly believe it. It's not hard. It's not hard to see who's religious. It really truly is not. It's not hard to discover them at all because they simply do not have any power. Amen. That is the truth too. I know it's an unpopular word, but it's still the truth today, brothers and sisters. Amen. When God healed Sister Vicki, she was actually experiencing the scripture that Jesus said to the scribes and Pharisees. And not only to the sick of the palsy, but Jesus said, but you may know so that you may know that the son of man have power on earth to forgive sins. He said, I say to the sick of the palsy, rise, get up and walk. You thought people would be ecstatic about that. Them religious folk got mad. Can you believe that Jesus constantly had to deal with going into the temple on the Sabbath day and rather than people would rejoice? That people are getting healed, the sick are getting healed, that people would actually look at him out of the eye of curiosity and and out of a slanted evil eye, wondering if he would perform a miracle or not? Amen. The many, many teachings that he had to do. Many, many teachings he had to do. Is it not, would you not pull your ox out of the ditch on the Sabbath day? Yep. Yep. What in the world is not a human much more better than a, a bird or an ox or a sheep or a dog? No, but see, religion has to make itself comfortable so they keep everybody in bondage and in darkness. Because, you know, when all God's sheep are dirty gray, everybody feel comfortable. Well, we don't want to be gray. We want to be white. White as snow. Hallelujah. 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 we have our garments washed. Isn't that right? So, yeah, yeah, I'm I'm sure that's the reason why most people, um, you know, even though we we have a love-hate relationship. They would love for me to come and to preach and to teach, but then they hear me, there's something they just hate about it because I jump all over that religion. Hallelujah. And when you attacking folk religion, that's like talking about somebody' mama. Yes sir. yes, sir, yes, ma'am. You ain't never in your life seen people get so upset. You can cuss Jesus out and nobody would get so mad as they would when you start talking about their religion. Amen. Is that not a bizarre behavior? That is a serious, bizarre behavior. All right, John 14, verse 10. Jesus said, "Believest thou not that I am in the Father, and the Father in me, the words that I speak unto you, I speak not of myself. But Jesus said this. He says, But the Father that dwelleth in me, he doeth the works. Who doeth the works? The Father Father that dwells in him. How do you know when you have the Father? Because his works would manifest through you as being the sons of God. You folks going to get excited about Jesus working through you. And I can understand if you don't get excited. If God ain't never did nothing through you, i will sit there like a bump on a log too. i will sit there paralyzed. Yeah, I would. I'd sit there just like a piece of ice on top of this stump right here in the wintertime. and just melt away at the word bringing all this fire coming from his pulpit. 'Cause you can't do nothing, but milk. Might as well shrink down in your seat and try to hide. Hallelujah! Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But one day people gonna. Mother song. One day people are gonna get excited about Jesus again. Yeah, they are. One day, one day. Don't know when, but one day, one day. Hallelujah! But Jesus clearly said it is the Father that does the works through Him. Y'all understand that? He said that before, before that verse, he said, if you can't believe me, then believe me for the very work's sake. The work arrived right at. He says, in verse 11, he says, Believe me that I am in the Father and the Father in me. Now, if you can't believe that I'm born again, saved, sanctified, filled with the Holy Ghost, I'm talking modern day language. Are you following me? Because you know, we, religion don't believe in the Holy Ghost. You see, religion is full of what? Unbelief. Now you see the reason why Jesus can't do nothing through them? Right. You go mention what the Bible says, they will quickly come back with a reason why the Bible don't say it. Amen. <laughs> Amen. How does that man expect him to receive anything from God? Right. What in the world are people doing? I often used to sit back and think, what in the world is motivating people to believe God when they don't believe what they're reading? Amen. Right. Come on. Amen. The scribes and Pharisees did it too. Jesus actually told him, you up your father the devil. That's right. Amen. You sure are. I know it, brothers and sisters. You know, y'all understand? I understand what happens. There's a dynamic that takes place when I'm up here preaching. Sometimes I'm up here preaching, and I'm actually not even talking to you, but there's a spirit boy can't wait till I start talking about vain religion. Amen. Because if you got any ties to any families in that vain religion, there's something in you that's going to try to protect them. I'm trying to put a branding iron on me. Amen. Amen. Must Jesus bear a cross alone all right, and all the world go free? There's a cross for everyone. There's a cross for you and there's a cross for me. Amen. Y'all see some of the comments I get sometime on YouTube. People hear me and they go, boy, my Lord, this man crazy. <laughs> Isn't that something? Huh? Wow. Well, I wonder how it would be if I had my mind. Because if I'm crazy, I, I'll take this way. Amen. I'll keep this way. Amen. 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 Glory to the king. Amen. But Jesus said, if you can't believe that I'm in the Father and the Father in me, didn't do this. Believe me for the very works sake. Isn't that something? Isn't that something? If somebody don't like you, Tyler, because of the way you look, then tell them at least believe you for the very works sake. Hallelujah. Isn't that something? If they don't believe you're a believer, tell, just believe me for the very work's sake. Can't y'all see I'm setting everybody in here up? I'm setting everybody up in here for a Mount Carmel experience with anybody you meet. Hallelujah. How else do you think people are going to believe unless they hear it from you? Unless they see the manifest, demonstrated power of God? Because we do live in a time now that people, I told you, don't forget this saying, don't let this saying sink deep down in your heart. It's not that people want Jesus. People want relief for their present situation and circumstances more than they want Jesus. Amen. And if they can go to a place and get relief and still keep their vain religion, they'll do that. But that's just part of it. Jesus said, if any man come to me, I will in no wise cast out. Jesus don't do the casting out. He don't leave people. He don't forsake people. People forsake him and leave him. We just got to finish reading it. He doesn't lie. Hallelujah. Amen. He watches over his word to perform it. Amen. You know what the Bible says that the eyes of the Lord are going to and fro in the earth. You understand that? He's looking to see somebody to do his will. That's what. You, amen. I'm glad that I'm I'm glad I'm able to do his will. Yeah. Verily, verily I say unto you, he that believeth on me, the works that I do shall he do also, and greater works than these shall he do, because I go unto my father. And whatsoever ye shall ask in my name. See, Jesus giving us a key. Whatever you ask in his name. Whatever you ask in your name, in his name. Whatever you ask in his name. And it's not based on how long you've been saved. How many scriptures you know. How righteous you think you are. Or unrighteous you think you are. All it takes is faith. That main ingredient. Do you believe Jesus? Do you believe? That's what it takes. It takes that belief right there. Hallelujah. It takes that right there. And he says look at this. He says and greater works than these shall he do. Could I go to my Father? And whatsoever ye shall ask in my name, I will do. That the Father may be glorified in the Son. See, Jesus always wants to bring glory to the Father. Amen. And then he says this in verse fourteen: If ye shall ask, somebody say that word. Amen. Say it like you mean it. Amen. That's the problem. reason why we can't do nothing today. He said, if you shall ask what? Say it out? Anything. 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 And see, what happens is, is when we hear that word asking anything, then we limit ourselves by our own unbelief. Because we just got finished saying, seeing that God said that he will watch over his word. Yes sir, yes ma'am He will not lie Oh praise the Lord You see we're going to deal with that cancer of unbelief Yeah we may be sitting here And being filled with the Holy Ghost and stuff But we still got a measure of unbelief That's still working in us To keep us from doing God's divine will and power Yes sir, yes ma'am There's still some spirit of apprehension That is still holding back the victorious overcoming church of Jesus Christ. Aha. Amen. Amen. Uh-huh. Yes, We're right on point, ain't we? Amen. Yes, sir. Yes, man. We're right on point. Let's read that again. Verse 14. If you shall ask. Amen. I, I wish somebody would be glad when they said that. I really do. I, now, believe me. I, believe me. When, when there are certain responses, believe I understand all manners of communication. People can say the same word and have four or five different meanings. Believe me, you ain't deceiving me in my one bit at all. I understand. That's the reason why I tell you these things, so that you'll know that I have a window of understanding. That's why I tell you that reason why you can't say anything, because you ain't doing anything. Hallelujah! Hallelujah. Praise, Praise the Lord, brother! Preach, brother! Turn it on! And then there's another voice that can't say anything, but it goes, anything? That's because you can only believe in the things that you've been able to believe God for. You don't believe in everything. Amen. So when you read the word, anything is really something to you. Yeah. Praise the Lord, preacher. Praise I'm right on point, ain't I? Yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. I know I'm on point. I'm a right on point. Ain't I right on point? Yes, uh, see, I understand the heart. Yeah, we all may be, some of us not saying, because we can't say it. And then some of us are saying, but we're not saying it with authority, because there's that cancer of unbelief. There's that cancer, that part of that heart that is hard. Yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. But when you hear them ones going, anything! They the one that believe, More than anything So you see you think I'm up here trying to get a pep rally Going and everybody just say anything real loud Instead of trying to make you believe past what you're able and capable of doing But I know one thing that God said in his word That we are able to do exceedingly And abundantly above all that we can ask or think Because he said we can do it He is able Jesus is able To do anything. See, so unbelief working in the assembly is more difficult than working with unbelief outside the assembly. See, because there's still forms of religion still in us. You thought I was talking about them people out there, didn't you? Surely you've been around me long enough to know better than that. Them folk can't hear me. You think I'm talking about the Baptists out there. I'm still talking about that Baptist is still in you. Yes. Praise the Lord, preacher. You're right on point. Yes sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. yes, sir. yes, man. Yes, sir. Look at them looking at them. And the Bible said that Jesus upbraided them for their unbelief and their hardness of heart. See, so that's what we're dealing with. Amen. And see, so we got to plow through the muck and through the mire. Yes, sir to unearth the sons of God can these dry bones live God said you prophesy to these dry bones hallelujah so I'm speaking to that valley hallelujah glory to the king do you believe Jesus I believe him amen amen and if he shall ask anything in my name, I will do it. Who's gonna do it? You gonna do it? No, Hell would freeze over if he's waiting on us to do it. Amen. Nobody, praise the Lord. Nobody. I have no support group. Nothing. I need me a, I need me one of those boxes. That when I preach, I he goes, Amen, preacher. Because I ain't getting too much help from this, this assembly right here. I need me a push box up here. can you I make a push box, bro? saying? Y'all can make a push box where I go, amen! That way I can get somebody to pack me up. Did he not say whether two or three are gathering in my name there? He'll be in the midst. Yeah. 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 Hallelujah. We ain't supposed to be divided. Yeah. We supposed to be in together, ain't we? Yeah. 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 We supposed to be unified in one. I'm telling you, y'all keep on with this nonsense, them, them, that concrete block going to cry out. Amen, Amen. And when that block start crying out, you're going to run out. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And I stay in and preach to the blocks. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. <laughs> Praise the Lord. I oh, believe me, I know the dynamic of preaching. See, even when preaching is on, I know there's all kinds of stuff going on. All kind of stuff going on Because we hadn't rested in his arms Amen. Amen. We, ain't, Amen. we ain't really truly rested tell the truth. Can't y'all tell I'm free, y'all know how I'm free. You, can you, you know how you can tell I'm free uh, Because I can say what I need to say Knowing it's the truth And don't have to worry about no condemnation Amen. There's no condemnation To them who are in Christ Jesus Hallelujah. Where you supposed to be at In Christ Jesus Who walk not after the That's why I can preach. If I walked out to the flesh, don't you know I would avoid that? If I was walking out the flesh, I would avoid certain subjects. I would preach the subjects I'm strong in to make myself feel better, and then to make you have confidence in me. But when my feet is set on open ground, and I can preach about any out of everything, that means I'm walking by the Spirit. Thank God for grace the grace of God that bring us salvation that has appeared unto all men. That same grace that teaches us to deny ungodliness and worldly us that we should live righteously, soberly, and godly in this present world. Isn't it wonderful to have the greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world? See, all we got to do is believe. Have faith in God Have the faith of God He said if you would ask anything in my name He said I He, he left you out of the equation He said I will do it All you got to do is be a mouthpiece for Jesus That's all you got to do And then sit back and watch the glory of the Lord Hallelujah All he needs is just somebody To be an instrument for Hallelujah Not playing your tune Playing his tune Glory be to the king that's all he needs. Whew. Brother Doug, I think you will to have to drop this caboose up here, brother, because it's a rough thing carrying this one. It's a rough thing carrying this. I, th- I think we need to widen out this pulpit and put a few people back here and say we got a choir. That way at least I can hear somebody backing me up. <laughs> Praise the Lord. We in the fellowship of the saint. Well, at least we're not ashamed while we're sitting here. Ah, got this key. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Now, come on, Pastor. I want you just preach the word. I am preaching the word. Amen. The Bible, the Bible say, preach the word. Yes. And that the preaching the word you Instant what? In season and out of season, and then that preaching the word will come to what? come to what? Reproof and and rebuke. See, we can't even inch it out. Yes. When well, you see me hesitate? that means you go ahead and fill in the gap I know that may be hard for some people to understand but that is what I'm looking for it don't take too much perception and you ain't got to have so much being filled, topped off with the Holy Spirit to know when I go I'm looking for a word it ain't that I've done dropped off and done forgot the line. You know what I'm doing? All I'm trying to do is get you to say the same word. Because the more you say the word, then the more you believe it. The more you say the word, the more it become a part of you. That's why we read earlier that the psalmist said, Thy word will I hide in my heart that I might not sin against thee. brother good preacher hallelujah, hallelujah. <laughs> and then Jesus went on to say if based on conditions based on conditions if do you love Jesus do you really truly love him? see the reason why many of us can't say it I told you the reason why we don't ever tell him you can tell people who are, who are in love with Jesus there's just something about it there's just something about it. It's just something about somebody's in love with Jesus. Boy, they're in love with his word. They in love. They love everything about it. They just, uh, my God, they hear that word. They, ooh, Wow. We mercy. There's just something about who in love with Jesus. Somebody, I'm telling you. That's why he said, if you love him, if you know him, you can love him. You can know that he's good is in mercy and his mercy endureth forever. she said if you love me then there's an action you need to do there's something that needs to be a part of your life to show that you love me if you love me then keep my commandments hallelujah hallelujah now, you are, of God, you are of God, little children. That's what he said. You are of God, little children, and have overcome them. Because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Who's in you? Jesus is in you. Jesus. Not that you great, because you ain't. I hate to bust your bubble, but you ain't worth two dead flies. But if you're not worth two dead flies Jesus died for those two dead flies <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah Yes he did Amen. He put a high price on us yeah. See we know we ain't nothing and we, Because we, he confirms in his word Without him we can do nothing Amen. And with nothing without him yes, Isn't that true yes. But we can be somebody and something In Christ Jesus can't we yes. Highest calling there is saints. Saints of the Most High. Name written down in the Lamb's Book of Life. We can rejoice in that more than can, we can rejoice that the sick are healed, that the dead are raised, that the leopard are cleansed. Hallelujah. And that right there should bring a real good rejoicing of salvation in. And, and I mean, just a holler to come from it just a praise just to know that your name is written down in the Lamb's book of life glory to the king Jesus went on down in the same chapter and said in verse 16 he said and I will pray to the father he shall give you another comforter that he may abide with you forever even the spirit of truth. You ever wonder why you can embrace truth so easily when you hear it and then others reject it? You ever wonder why you can embrace the truth when you hear it and other people just Man, I don't know about all that. Huh? That's because there's a spirit that is in you. huh? And it's called truth. And he goes on and says even the spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive now let me bring us to reality again if there's some word in here that you're hearing you can't receive that's because you got too much world in you it's not that it's not the truth it is the truth glory to the king Uh, yeah. and that world that's in you it's your problem ain't everybody else's problem it's your problem Yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. You know, this is one of the few places you can go and actually get all your problems taken care of. Amen. And if you, if you can find a better place, if I was you, I would get there as quick as you can. I really would. I'd save myself. I would. I'd get there as quick, fast as I can in our area. I wouldn't waste not one ounce of time. I'd save myself from his untoward generation. Yes, I would, too. Yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. Amen. Amen and look what he says Right here The world can't receive the spirit of truth Because it seeth him not See they got to see something, And neither knoweth him But then Jesus confirms and said But you know him Amen. Why for he dwell With you yes, Amen. Why because Jesus was there with him Amen. And then he's speaking In the future tense form That something's getting ready to come past real quick And he shall be In you That's the spirit of truth Isn't that beautiful Isn't that beautiful Hallelujah And then he confirms and said And I will not leave you Comfortless Look at this promise right here I will come to you Isn't that beautiful Don't you thank God for the Holy Ghost I thank God for the Holy Ghost Hallelujah. But the comforter, which is the Holy Ghost, verse 26, whom the Father will send in my name. What's his name? Jesus. I understand. Believe me, I understand. I understand. Trick question. <laughs> but his name is Jesus. Amen. He shall teach you all things and bring all things to your members whatsoever I said to you. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give unto you, not as the world giveth, I give unto you. Let not your heart be what? Trouble Are you sitting here this morning Your heart troubled? God said then You need to allow yourself To not allow your heart To be troubled then That let comes by Your own admission Pray Yes it does too See at any time you want You can submit yourself To the devil To the flesh Or to God Don't tell me Yes you can If you want to be happy You can turn it on right now You can just go I'm happy You want to be mad? All you can do is poof, just be mad. Amen. And don't blame it on because we're voice activated. You hear certain things, then click, bam. Mm, I'm changed to a dirty channel. Matt, Matt TV. Praise the, Praise the Lord. I want to hear that mess. Turn to Happy TV then. Amen. Turn to Jesus TV. Amen. Change the channel. <laughs> to your service with the devil Amen. praise the Lord
0: that's
2: a good word bro. that's some good word
12: hallelujah
2: let not your heart be troubled and look at this and neither let it be afraid isn't that, br- isn't that beautiful now in First John 3rd chapter you need to turn there come on brothers and sisters hallelujah I'm gonna run I'm running now okay the word says, for if our heart condemn us. Yes. Don't your heart condemn you? Yes, sir. Uh, yes, sir. All, somebody say all the time. Why are you letting it do that? You should know it by now. We, don't, we, we know what the word says. If our heart condemns them, it's going to try to do it. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. My heart tries to do it. Amen. You know how much place it got though, don't you? Amen. None. <laughs> I'm tired of that mess. You know how many years I played them games with them hearts? Man, I'm finished with that mess. I kind of like sound, mind, and happiness. Seems to do a lot better. Seems to make my day go better, too. Hallelujah. Provision here. But if our heart condemn us, greater. Look, God is greater than our heart. God is what? greater than our heart. Isn't that something? And knoweth all things. Beloved, if our heart condemn us not, you hear that? Watch this now. Then we have confidence towards God. You know what that means? That means, man, you got a particular area of your heart right. This allows you to have confidence towards God. Now, if your heart condemns you, he's letting you know God is greater than you. what? Heart. So that means you need to trust God in that area. Praise the Lord. Let me tell you something. If God can put me at peace and make me at peace and give me peace and stuff, he ain't no respect of persons. He can do what you do. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And look at this. And whatsoever we ask, somebody say we, We. meaning me, we We receive of him. Receive of who? God. God. That's right. Of Jesus. Because we keep his commandments. Wow. You ever wonder why we get all these things taking place? And you know God still got plenty more to do to us, Amen. plenty more to do through us, and plenty more to do for us. Amen. See, we're talking like this morning going this line, brother. Because we got certain areas of our heart that is not yet right, Amen. and it's that area of your heart that's keeping you from true holiness. Amen. Does that make sense? And so we have to let the word that is sharper than any two-edged sword go and discern that area and then use that sword, that word, which is the sword of the spirit, the word of God to cut out that hard area. Allow God to do surgery on that heart. See, our whole heart is is, is not corrupt because Jesus is, is in us. But there's some spots in there that, that, that he is trying to help us to work on. Hallelujah. To give us the victory. Glory to the king. Isn't that beautiful? And we have a special provision because we keep his commandments. And look at this. And do... Those things that are pleasing in his sight. Isn't that wonderful? Isn't that wonderful? Thank God for the word. And this is his commandment. That we should believe on the name of, the, of his son, Jesus Christ. And love one another as he gave us commandments. See we believe on the Lord Jesus Christ But we believe on him in part Yes sir yes, sir, yes ma'am Amen. There are some areas we struggle to believe Him in That's the And when our heart gets right We'll believe on him with our whole heart Amen. Yes sir yes ma'am Amen. And there won't be any reservations When you come up against something That seems like it's kind of stubborn A mountain that won't move Amen. At least it seems like it's not moving Because he said if you say To this mountain be thou removed and be cast over yonder Whether you physically see it or not That thing has already started moving Hallelujah You don't have to sit down And trust in your natural eyesight Waiting for a mountain to move Just say the word only The centurion said it. So when you must up enough faith And said mountain be moved It's already done started moving Hallelujah And if you want to see it faster, speak to it some more. Amen. Call the things that are not as though they were. Hallelujah. Because faith is a substance of things overfall. for, And the evidence of things not seen. Don't look at it with your natural eye. Look at it with your spiritual eye. I don't care what it looks like in the natural, but in the spirit, it's already started moving. Hallelujah. 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 So that's the reason why a lot of people can't get nothing from God because they, they, they say something and they're waiting for something to move right then and there. And instead of looking through the spiritual eye of faith and seeing it. what you've already had enough faith to say. Did you not? Yeah. How many times do you the devil try to set up and make you think that God ain't hearing you? Yes, you set up and you speaking of something now, you know, sometimes we're, we're having trouble with, with blindness, spirit. And we set up there and see this thing shake, and we see it move over a little bit here and move over a little there. And I get pretty mad because I'm pretty persistent. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I'll call a brother, I'll grab my show, come over and look at this. Look at that thing. <laughs> okay. I said, move in the name of Jesus. Amen. I said, uh huh. You think you're going to stay in that position too, huh? Well, I got something for you. What you got? I said, I'm going to learn me a little bit more faith. And we're going to come tied up again. <laughs> it's kind of like one of those fights. You know, if you, was in a, if you was younger, and it wasn't me, I always had to take over my brothers. And I had a little brother that would go pick fights. And he'd go find the biggest guy in the neighborhood to pick the fight with, and then I'm still looking. And I got to go do the fight and he's persisting to at picking fight, and I was persisting at you know because he's my brother I was persisting at fighting <laughs> even though I didn't want to fight you understand what I mean that's the way we got to do the enemy Amen. if God said that somebody is healed when we say the name of Jesus yes. it has nothing to do with me except just believing what he has already said you understand that It ain't because I'm holy And I'm going around hollering Holy Holy Glory to the king I know he's holy He knows I know he's holy He wants somebody to do what he says So he can have access To do what he was doing 2,000 years ago Hallelujah Hallelujah So there is something to keeping his commandments. And then he said this, and he that keepeth his commandments dwelleth in him. D- do what? Dwell in him. Because remember, he said, I'm going to come in and make my home. That means Jesus is going to come in and make a home. He's going to make a boat with you. And ain't you glad that Jesus is talking? Huh? You know, it's really not hard to discern. The voice of the Holy Spirit and the voice of the devil. Amen. All you gotta do many times is take account how these voices make you feel. Amen. That's simple enough. <laughs> yeah. My God, this can't be God, Amen. huh? Look, in the world is gone. Why am I feeling like this? You don't know by now. You mean tell me you've been saved all these years? You don't know the voice of the devil. Amen. What in the world? Amen. Praise the Lord, Pastor Down. Glory be to the king. He that keepeth his commandments dwell in him and he in him. And hereby we know that he abide in us. By the spirit which he have given us. Thank God for the Holy Ghost. Because I know that Jesus gave me the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Can I tell you a secret reason why he gave me the Holy Spirit? So he can be holy <laughs> That's why it's called a holy spirit <laughs> Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah Now let's look at this thing for a moment Deuteronomy eleven twenty six 26 says Behold I set before you this day A blessing and a curse Y'all understand We know that Deuteronomy 28 outlines Blessings and curses. Is that right so, brothers so make no mistake about it. You see somebody diseased in any way, shape, fashion, or form, that is because somebody need to get to the reality of what the Bible is saying. That's because there's a curse upon them. And that curse comes because somewhere, either you or in your family line, has rejected God. Because God promised blessings upon his people. A blessing if, based on conditions. That's that word if right there. A blessing if you obey the commandments of the Lord. Your God, which I command you this day. And a curse if you will not obey the commandments of the Lord. See, a lot of times the reason why you got all that crazy mind stuff going on is because somebody in your family line has been dwelled in some kind of uh, foreign worship of other gods Amen. and has twisted and perverted your thinking and thought pattern yes, Amen. and now you got it ain't doing nothing about it but playing victim Come on, Amen. God needs some people to be warriors because yeah. he said I'm giving you the spirit of fear I'll give you power you got the Holy Spirit I'll give you love you got the Holy Spirit I'll give you a sound mind and what you got to do is be tenacious enough to go and get what the devil took from you. Now, if you ain't been used to fighting, I can understand the reason why you ain't fighting. Hallelujah. Lord to the king. And if you ain't got enough strength, just depend on Jesus. Why you think he put us together as a body? So if you didn't had the strength to fight, you can give it all those knuckleheads who were stupid enough to fight. I just started to be one of them. Amen. Amen. Praise, Amen. The Lord. Praise the Lord. Wouldn't it be much better to settle conflict by working things out rather than going acting a fool wasting all that energy? Amen. But when your intelligence level only goes so high, you got to use the other way. Amen. Did I say something wrong? What well, y'all getting mad for? I'm only talking about me. I'm an open book up here. I don't need you feeling sorry for me. Well, I ain't feeling sorry for <laughs> you. Well, don't expect I'm going to pat you on the back for feeling sorry for yourself either, then.
0: Amen. Amen.
2: Or the Bible says shake yourself. Yeah. Well, if we had an old troop, we could run through it and leap over wall, could not we? I could leap over wall as long as they don't make it higher than three feet. Getting kind of old. <laughs> Sometimes I see Chuck jumping over rails and stuff and all kinds of stuff. I sit there and look, go, mm, mm, mm. Now I know the reason why Deacon Gass used to look at me like that and go, mm, mm, mm. <laughs> And we go, we go, we go, we go youth.
0: Amen.
2: <laughs> don't we try sometimes, while we old, think, deceiving ourselves, still thinking we're young. Come on, amen.
0: Amen. Yes, sir. Amen. Yes,
2: sir. Yes, Amen. Now, don't get me wrong now. Some of us take it to the extreme. <laughs> sometimes we think we old, and then we act like we older. I'm covering it all, bro. We won't cover it all. Yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. Thank you, Jesus. We won't cover it all. Isn't that amazing how the communication line works? It's amazing how it does it. But he says, A curse if you will not obey the commandments of the Lord your God, but turn aside out of the way which I command you this day to go after other gods which ye have not known. So don't tell me that everybody in this world is full of blessings because they're full of cancer. Well, sir, of not true. Amen. Sickle cell anemia. Amen. Heart attacks, asthma. Come on. Amen. Don't tell me we're full of blessings because all them sound like curses. Yeah. Deformities. Yeah. But praise the Lord. Them, them are not upon a people that is full of blessings. No. We got to see this thing for where it is. Amen. Those things are only because of sin and curses. Yes. We're charged by the Apostle Paul. He said in his word, "Let not sin, therefore reign in your mortal bodies to obey it and the lust thereof. Don't even let it do it. Amen. Praise the Lord. Getting quiet in here now. Ain't it? Listen, folks, if you got cancer and diseases, anybody you know, blessings of God are not upon you. Nah, no, ain't no a blessing of God. Upon no, no, no. Little children born with sickness and diseases. You know that there are children right now that are born with cancer, born with diabetes. How can the blessings of God be upon somebody like that? The children. Is bearing the sin and the iniquities of the Father. I don't care how many scriptures you want to quote that the, that the Son shall not bear the iniquity of the Father. If I see something cursed, we're going to call it like it is. Yeah, amen. Because this sure don't look blessed. No, 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 sir. Amen. That's based on conditions, based on obedience. Yeah, sure. Yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. Boy, it sure it's quiet today. I tell you, boy, the support level is really dropping off. I'm supposed to be in here amongst the cream of the crop. And y'all see some of your faces. You know, bro, I wonder if we can buy a mirror, bro. Put that thing up, man. You people think it ain't nothing to it. Y'all see some of your looks. Every time I turn around, I gotta, I, I'm look, I'm hoping to turn. i look over, I look over here and I go, oh Lord, let me go over here. Looking for a place That I can rest Turn over here And see a devil God 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 Ain't got to hold my composure. Sometimes I feel like Rod Land is chopping your head off Y'all remember me Sitting somebody up here and look at them face out there. Tell me I'm kidding or not. Amen. 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 Why do curses come up on people? Because they will not serve God. God. God has this habit of turning people over to what they like. Yes, and we just got to see that for a reality. Mom and daddy just didn't serve God somewhere. Amen. Now you're serving God. At least you love your children enough to try to put some blessings up on them. Amen. I mean, at least you're now in a position. You know, God has given us such an opportunity. He's given us such an opportunity to put us in a particular place here amongst these believers, right here. This is unheard of, almost even our time, that so we can actually work out our salvation and do it with fear and trembling. We never even knew what cleansing of the soul and body was until we start getting until God starts showing us healing and deliverance, Hallelujah. casting out of devils. Hallelujah. Blessed is blessed in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Unbelief is a destroyer of faith. It's a destroyer, brothers and sisters. And what we need to work on is throwing out all doubt. You got to work on searching out doubt. The heart knows its own bitterness. Yes, it does, too. You don't need nobody to tell you how bitter you are. You already know. Yeah, you do. Yeah, be honest. So we're going to have to search out. We're going to throw out doubt. Amen. And don't let unbelief creep in. We, I'm serious. Amen. And wavering every time the voice of the devil comes. Don't well, the Bible talk about in the book of James, he that is wavering? Amen. He talks about people being tossed to and fro. Amen. It's just like a sea. Don't it talk like that? Yes, sir. And we don't need to be like, that. we've been saved long enough to know the voice of the devil. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. yes ma'am. Amen. I know I have. I know what it means to sit there. Sometime all of a sudden you, you're doing something, doing pretty good, and all of a sudden this voice come up on next thing you know, you, you, you're done pull up. Then you got to catch yourself. What in the world? Yes, Man, that will trying to lock me in. Yes, Amen. See, I think I'm out of touch with reality. You don't see me hovering two feet above ground. You don't see no halo over my head. Yes, Hallelujah. 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 We in this thing, brothers and sisters. We're, yes, sir, we in this thing. You see, the devil tries to get people to doubt in their heart. Sure, right here in the heart. Yes, sir. See, because doubt and unbelief always, always comes from the devil. It's not an attribute of God. No. Doubt is not an attribute of God. Unbelief is not an attribute of God. It's not God's character. It's not his nature. It's not his attitude. It's not his makeup. It's not his spirit. Amen. So doubt and unbelief only comes from one source. Only one source. Yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. And any time you hear the voice that speaks doubt and unbelief, don't listen to the devil. If he keeps on pounding, cast the thing down. Get Stop what you're doing and get busy. Don't tell me you don't know how. We're going to spend many, many years teaching you how to fight in war in the spirit realm. So don't tell me you don't know how to use the weapons. It's that you won't use the weapon. There's a difference. Yes sir, yes ma'am God will never And I mean never Speak doubt to you He will never do it So it's easy to recognize the devil's voice Mark eleven twenty three 23 says For verily I say unto you That whosoever shall say unto this mouth And be thou removed And be thou cast into the sea And shall not doubt in his heart Where does doubt originate from? In the heart But shall believe those things you See what I mean? But already, see, the belief needs to be there before you speak. Believe those things which he says shall come to pass, and he shall have them. Therefore, I say unto you, Jesus says, that whatsoever things ye desire, when action ye pray. See, you've already set it up. I'm going to pray. You ever give it more and say, okay, it's time me to pray. You know what you're doing? You're deciding, I'm going to pray. I'm going to consecrate this time to God. I'm sanctified. I'm set apart this time. We got sisters come up here, up here in the mornings, and it's growing. A couple of sisters growing and coming up here. And and see, what they've done, they have set apart time. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Sister Carol, first thing she do when she get up in the morning, she she do a few little things, try not to get off course. You know what the devil does. This flesh is something else. This flesh is really something else. (laughs) You get up in the morning, and your heart is already saying, all right, it's time to talk to God. And before you know it, you know when did this. Then we did that. Then we did this. Then we did that. Then we did this. And then all of a sudden, it's now time to go to breakfast. Amen. Amen. And you go, what in the world just happened? Amen. Amen. Any saints know what I'm talking about? Yes, sir. Amen. Yes, I mean, I'm not the only ones in this warden right? I'm sorry if I offended you by incriminating myself, but I'm the only one hurting up here. And then you say, okay, when I get home, man, I got to do this thing. Amen. And then next thing you know, phone ring or somebody knock on the door or the radio blaring. And you got to do this, got to do this. Half day done gone. You go, my God. And then you have to just just lock the door. Amen. Listen, now hold on. Hold on. Wait a minute. Amen. Hold on. Amen. We don't went too far. Let's get, uh-uh, uh-uh, I don't want to hear nothing else. Amen. It's time. Amen. amazing how things just pop up out of nowhere. Seem like they so important and don't mean nothing. Sometimes you just got to set yourself apart. Say, no, it's me and God time right here. So That's why it's good to develop as soon as your feet hit that ground. Don't worry about doing everything yet. You better get there because your flesh and the devil. You got two of them working bitch. you. They're going to come up with every excuse in the world. Look how many excuses you had for not reading Deuteronomy 6. I ain't forgot about that. Some of them just ain't excuse. Some of them just flat out rebellion. I mean, if I'd ask you to go jump off a cliff, I could see it why you. I wouldn't obey that. I wouldn't do it either But as you do something so simple And even myself doing it Then why can't we obey it Well I don't want to And you think you're in control Well do something you want to And see what happens <laughs> Praise the Lord Thank you brother Lee Thank you brother Lee I heard him way back out Praise the Lord brother I got a few people with it. He only said he need two or three. Amen. That's all he said. Amen. Two or three. Amen. Hallelujah. I told you years ago, I stopped preaching to goats. Amen. I said that years ago. I ain't, you ain't going to get me preaching on goats now. Amen. Now, I'm going to say something here, okay? And y'all need to listen to this. Therefore, I say unto you, look what he says. Whatsoever things you desire when you pray, believe that you receive them, you shall have them. Now, listen to this. Saying, are y'all listening? Yes, sir. Are you sure you're listening? Yes, Saying is a command to be healed, to be restored, Amen. to be whole in the name of Jesus. Did y'all hear that? Y'all yes, understand that? Mark 11, 2 and 3 says, for verily I say unto you that whosoever shall say. Y'all understand it? Yes. We're getting to something here. Alright Confessing Is believing For a future act To manifest Amen. Confessing if, Notice Confessing, confessing make, I'm confessing to believe something For a future act of a manifestation Of healing Or anything that you're believing God For to take place Do you believe God for something? Then they, you, that's what you do. You confess that because you have already spoke. Right. That's the key to receiving. Amen. You confess that you already have it yeah. after you have, after you've already said. That's right. Amen. Not make any sense. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You know what I mean? For instance, we, we got we got some. Arch enemy nemesis that work at Baker, Donaldson, Callway. I don't want to call no names. Two attorneys. So we, we have got to con- keep confessing yes. what we're believing God for. Right. We're going to bring that thing to pass. Amen. And of course, the devil would throw up everything in, his, in our path to get us to believe the opposite. Right. So we actually got some war because people are attacking us for our God we serve. Yes. Hallelujah. Now, when you say, when you say something, you are given authority that has been granted to us by Jesus. And I'm making sense. Granted to us by Jesus to words. Authority that has been granted to us by Jesus to words. So when you say, in the name of Jesus. I command. Are oh, you following me? Then you speak. That's authority you already use and has been delegated Amen. by you. But you have to use words to bring it to pass. Yes, sir. Amen. 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 The words carry the authority because of the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. The words have power behind them now because of the authority Jesus has delegated to us. Because your words by itself don't mean nothing. They ain't moving nothing. That's why the apostle had to say, silver and gold have I none. But such as I have I give to thee in the name of Jesus. Then he said the words. Rise. Walk. Y'all understand that? Y'all understand it? He said over over in um, Acts 16. He spoke to the spirit. Come out of her. He's walking in authority already. He's being grieved. In his spirit. Being challenged. Come out of her. And the spirit came out in the same hour. Is that right? Now watch this. Confessing. Is receiving the promise that you've already believed God for. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Yes, Amen. 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 So I, well, I believe God for this. You do? Yeah, and I'm confessing it right now. Amen. Hallelujah. See, all this is a learned behavior. It's a learned attitude because we're not wired that way. Just like we've had to grow in grace and in mercy. We've got to grow in faith. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah? So when you say, so you can't get down and say a prayer for something you already believe in God for, if you've already believed, when you prayed for it, then you confess that you already have it. We're talking about in prayer, okay? Do you understand? So don't go up there and say. Well, I believe God. God, I'm asking in the name of Jesus for you to give me this pair of shoes. Just use something simple like that. All right? And then you go back the next day. Father, in the name of Jesus, give me this pair of shoes. And you go back the next day. Father, in the name of Jesus, I need that pair of shoes. See what we're we missing? It? Father, in the name of Jesus. I need this. I need that pair of shoes. You see what I mean? Mm-hmm. See, you're doing the same thing over again. Yeah. See, what you do is when you've already believed God for you, you say, Father, in the name of Jesus, you believe God for a pair of shoes. Wow. And then later on, you go back, you're in the middle of prayer you your prayer, and he, oh, by the way, Father, thank you for those pair of shoes you're giving me. Yeah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Yeah. Because faith is the substance of things yeah. hoped for, but he first had to get you to ask. Yeah first had to get you to ask Amen. so if you believe in God for some healing in something and it's something that's taking place a long time then you go ahead and speak are you following me now this is different in the commanding nature we're talking about in the prayer form right now yes, are you following me there are certain things you believe in God for. you can't continue to keep going back and saying the same thing over and over again you've got to you've got to get into the position and place now to where you're receiving yes, sir. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Hallelujah. you understand is that making sense Amen. You've already had enough faith to be able to speak and say, all right, good. I'm saying right now, I'm saying right now, and I'm believing God for it. Now you're thanking him. That's why a lot of times when you see us um, healing someone in the name of Jesus, we'll say, all right, in the name of Jesus, I command in the name of Jesus for you to be healed, whatever it may be. And then you tell them what? Thank you, Jesus. What are they thanking Jesus for? Why? Because you're getting them to already believe that they've already received. I don't cut this thing off, bro. We're going to go home. I am up here sweating down to my socks. Huh? Wiping sweat from my brow. Look at him looking. I'm tired of plowing. I'm going home, picking up my three bottom plow, going home. Go down there and talk to the computer monitor. He's got green lines going across. Amen. Everybody get that? Yes. Yes, I know what he said. I know the devil said. Why can't he leave it out? Because you there. Know, know exactly what I'm doing. Amen. Better believe it. Amen. Why you gotta be so antagonistic? Because you there. Anything to piss you off, devil? See, a lot of people don't know. That's all that's going on. There's a war going on. War for the minds. Look at this right here. All right, now both saying and confessing are calling something, um, calling into being something that does not exist at the present time. There's no manifestation of it. There's no material materialization of it as you're speaking. Are you following? Yes, you ain't going to go out there to a pond and say, okay, I command for this pond to be filled with water, and it's already filled with water. How much belief that's going to take? How much faith that's going to take? Huh? That'd be another thing, though, if you go out there and say, all right, in the name of Jesus, I command for this pond to be filled with water, and all of a sudden a spring comes gushing up out of the center of it. Amen. Matter of fact, you'll probably be fearing more than, than rejoicing. You probably be so engulfed with unbelief, wondering what how and where that happened. You no know, soon as you did it. You ask for it and go, how did that happen? You know? yeah. Cancel out everything, gonna stop it up already. The spring is flowing. Amen. Amen. You know, sometimes I try to break the band of wickedness. Amen. You know, because sometimes the, you know the devil has these cords. They turn around, and so every once in a while, I try to break them. Pow, you know, by by bringing you know laughter medicine to the soul. Try, try bringing just a little bit of laughter, you know, just a
0: little.
2: He he he. My style is back up, <laughs> but you better believe this. I got them devils on the rope. <laughs> huh, they tied up like this, saying, "Quit punching me." Hitting on me Stop Amen. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Woo Sure is nice to be saved Amen. Amen. Amen If you're having trouble Serving and loving God Then just, just say it Just say I love you God And you won't believe You won't believe you keep on saying that How your heart will grow don't do like a lot of people do in rebellion. Say, I love God. Oh, you do, huh? And it keeps them from. Don't do nothing like that, brothers and sisters. But every place in the Bible where someone was called to preach, they could heal the sick and they could cast out devils. Today, I see religion got all these preachers. And all they do is get them and holler a bunch of words. They could care less about it. I'm serious. No healing the sick, no casting out devils. Man, forget that mess, brothers and sisters. Amen. But Acts eight and five, look what it says. Then Philip went down to Samaria and preached Christ unto them. So the gospel. So Philip, he's not going about establishing his own gospel, is he? He said he preached who Christ unto them, and the people with one accord gave heed unto those things which Philip which Philip spake. They gave what heed. They did it with what one accord. Not like in here with all these divided spirits. See, they were in one accord. What well, does God always want His church to be? One accord. And some of you willfully want to shortchange the power of God by giving place to the devil. Amen. That's why I attack all these spirits. Amen. Yeah, I do. That's why I attack every one of on. them. Because right here we can see what the word says, and the people with one accord gave heed unto those things which Philip spake. Yeah, yeah, Philip. Uh huh. Uh huh. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. What's right. that? Right. Say Jesus, Jesus. Does that look like one accord no. Tell me tell me we, need to re- we need to repent Don't we Amen. Just a God awful shame What God gives to us around here And the way we do him Amen. 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 We'd be miserable If we was in iniquity and sin And wasn't delivered and full of sickness and disease And now we're miserable When we're delivered It's just a mess I ain't say everybody. It's just the little foxes that try to destroy the vine. Amen. One thing about a hungry soul, every bitter thing is sweet. Yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. It's sweet. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. <laughs> the, the old times know what that means. Y'all remember what this mean, the one hand?
4: Subjective.
2: What does that mean? Subjective. I'm subjected. What does this
4: mean?
2: Submitting. I'm submitting. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So somebody, well, I ain't got to do all that. You know, even in the world, they say it takes more muscles to frown than it does to smile. And then you wonder why your face all wrinkled up and look like a paper sack. Shea butter, makeup, nothing going to help. All that time contorting, I, tell you, brother, I, I got them spears, they hit. They go, please. please, please. There ain't no spears going on, trying to fight you in your mind. There ain't no. See, so don't tell me. I got at least ten or fifteen confirmations there, Amen. so don't tell me they ain't here trying to trying to Amen. pervert and subvert the word. So every once in a while, I gotta go pull out a few punches. Pow! Praise the Lord. The difference was is that these people they heard the word with gladness. They wouldn't want to claw. One accord when he heard Philip. The things which Philip spake, hearing and seeing the miracles which he did. For unclean spirits cried with loud voices and came out of many that were possessed with them, and many taken with palsies, and that were lamed were healed. And watch this watch this now. And there was great joy in that city. You know the reason why it's great joining the city? Because they heard it with one accord. They're all in agreement. They're like, yeah, Philip, we like this. We like what you say. We don't have it in here today. We're in a tough generation. Well, if you don't like what you're hearing today, what else you wanna hear? Would you be happy at that too? Show me how to be happy. Uh, I mean, a long time ago, the Bible said to that man, and that said that man of God said, "Thou hast the words of eternal life." Amen. And that what they said to Jesus, yes, "Where well, else we gonna go?" Amen. 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 And because you know, I don't believe in getting away people happy. you don't like what's being said here, then go go wherever. It's gonna make you happy what you hear. Because that way we all we all be happy. Because that way will we'll be able to get more on one accord. Amen. We won't be divided. 1 Corinthians 1.10. Let there be no division. Among you. Glory to the king. Amen. And that was great joy. So you see how we can get great joy. When we hear the word. These spirits get cast out. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. See the miracles. Isn't that right? Hallelujah. Isn't that right? I'm going to go to verse 12 and read that for a second, all right? Look at what verse 12 says. But when they believed Philip, see that? When they did what? Believed Philip, preaching the things concerning the kingdom of God. Now, you have to understand, these people are just hearing the inception of the gospel. We've already heard the gospel. Everything from there should be peaches and roses for us. Everything, even if it's bitter, cause your face do all this stuff, it should be sweet. You should be licking your chops, holding your plate out. No matter what that face saying. Hallelujah. Huh? That's why i say, Pastor, you're mad. I go, yeah, I understand. I know why you say that. Amen. Amen. But when they believed Philip preaching those things concerning the kingdom of God and the name of Jesus Christ, they were baptized both men and women. They even took an action when he believed. See, we all been baptized. Everybody in here been baptized in the name of Jesus. That means we all believe. We believe those things concerning the kingdom of God. Glory to the kingdom. Then Simon himself believed also And when he was baptized, he continued with Philip and wondered, beholding the miracles and signs which were done. Now, when the apostles which were at Jerusalem heard that Samaria had received the word of God, they sent unto them Peter and John, who, when they were come down, prayed for them that they might do what? Receive the Holy Ghost. You ever notice people receive the word of God today and ain't nobody trying and nobody feel no Holy Ghost. That can't be by. First thing we try to do is get people filled with the Holy Ghost. First thing we try to do. Now, that don't mean you're going to be holy from that point. That, he just gives you the power to help you along in this journey to be holy. There are many pitfalls, many struggles on this way, but the Lord delivers out of every one of
0: them.
2: Yes, sir. He delivered. Yes, he does. Are you still here today? We're still alive. Hallelujah. 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 Devil trying to take you out. You're still here. Glory to the king. What a blessing. So he ain't nothing but a liar. So don't let him rehash that same old 33 and a half record. 33.13, something like that, the speed of it. Trying to play the same tune over and over again. Get rid of that pig. Huh? For as yet he was falling upon none of them. See, religion don't want people to be filled with Holy Ghost. Because the devil controls religion. Who was describing Pharisees? Were they not religious? Were they not very zealous? Did they not fast twice a week? They were religious. Did they not walk around these long phylacteries, nice robes? Did they not love being called Rabbi, Rabbi? Man, they had that form of godless man. They put us to shame. They put us to shame. They had religion. Don't the Catholic Church with all this pomp got religion down? Man, they make you feel like a piece of trash. Hey, my God, man! That Pope with that big old defile-looking fish on top of his head. Hey, these big old crosses and these long roses, like for King Elizabeth the Twenty-Third, whoever it is, man. Hey, man, ain't religion come down there? they man, they, they got pomp, brother. Pomp. You know what pomp is? Royalty. Royalty. Splendor. Excellency. Mulah. And they walk like it, too. Real taking real proper steps. I like being out. stick my foot out. They do, boy. They, they, they walk like it, too, boy. They carry their little things. They're little altar boys being raped. They up there. Look at him, look, you went to Catholic Church. Yes, you know what I'm talking about, yes, sir. don't you? Yes, sir. then they do all this stuff.
0: Yeah.
2: Uh, they get up and they keep them they get up and make these cookies, Amen. go to hell, Mary, you dip <laughs> it in there and they got pump boy, they got religion, Amen. and the Baptist church they just they just all like sows they just. best thing they got going. Heaven! 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 That's the best thing they got going. Amen. Church of Christ, bunch of dead and somebody might as well not even be sitting in the seat. You got some lifeless bodies sitting in seats just Amen. filling up that. Amen. And that Methodist church, boy, if that was the best service of the year or decade, boy, Amen. Lord have mercy. Good thing y'all didn't go up and suffer through that mess. They had a woman get up, call herself a preacher, and fish in I said, what's this damn hoe doing up here? (laughs) Prostituting up here. I didn't get offended because they ain't the church of Jesus Christ. They're religious people. Then this old dead-looking bishop, he comes up to me and says, he says, uh, says, are are you a pastor? I said, yes, sir. He says, well, and he looked like somebody done jammed his neck down in his shoulders. He's all, look like a dead corpse walking. (laughs) (laughs) He says, well, you know, um, uh, Brother Welch had a lot of influences on preachers around here. I said, I didn't know him. (laughs) (laughs) Let the (laughs) Adam. Come on, if you're going to be a preacher and you're going to be hated of all men for his name's sake, you got to tell the truth. Am I telling the truth? Am I lying? I'm not lying. I'm just telling the truth even the way they believe it. And they hate me for telling the truth what they believe. If you're going to get in trouble, you got to get in trouble for something. Just testify. Just tell them about the things they're doing. But religion, let me get off of it, because religion, anyway, praise the Lord. But religion, boy, man, some of them, play, they got pop. Am I using the right word? pop? Pop. It's like Barack Obama, Barack Hussein Obama, that pig. He gon' see all the world, all the black folk out there in the world and all the rest of the middle class white folk who trusted in this, this Oreo cookie. Look at them looking at me. Man, everybody got a name. You white, you're a cracker. You black, you tar. You your You mix your Oreo. Now, if you're not none of these things, don't get offended, brother and sister. Don't worry about it. You can be all right. Well, I know you're children of the king. But I'm making a point here. That jack cigarette-smoking faggot, you know what he going to do? He going to get up there, and you know what he going to do? He actually going to. See, the black folks think they finna to get ready to move out of the projects into Beverly Hills. They think that everything's going to get better. And you got dumb George Bush, the dumbest president in the history of the world. Yeah. And then you got Barack Obama coming right behind him. See, George Bush was the, was the maverick. Barack said, I'm the cleanup guy. He's going to clean up all right. He's going to clean all you up until the new world order. Yeah. Pour him all right to the Antichrist. Because he ain't going to do nothing for nobody. Amen. See, and the world loves him because they think that he's going to change the economy around so they can live a nice plus life. So they have nothing to worry about. That's, that's the reason why. Because they put their hope and faith in that thing rather than they do God. And they're going to find out that that Savior is going to fail them. And that's just the truth. And I know, I, hey, you know what? Anytime you tell the truth, everybody always think you're crazy. Until later on when all this stuff starts coming to pass and manifesting, then they all of a sudden start coming to your side. They start saying, man, you, I thought you was crazy, but you wasn't crazy I thought you were. No, America finished. Over, bamboozled, done. Praise the, Lord. praise the Lord. Well, Pastor, how can we praise the Lord in something like that? Because your hope is built on nothing less than Jesus Christ and his righteousness. Isn't that right? You got a new name written down in glory. Your hope is not what's going on in this world. You waiting for Jesus to come. You care less what they do in this old wicked world. Amen. Amen. I'm sorry, folks, but I'm not looking for another funeral tire. Amen. I want Jesus to come. Hallelujah. I don't have no ambition to have see a thousand grandchildren. I want Jesus to come. I don't need to go to the equator. I want Jesus to come. Hey, Hallelujah. Because wherever I go, I'm going to talk about Jesus. I am going to talk about Jesus. Wherever I go, we're going to talk about the king. Because we're them crazy disciples of Christ. See, we're always looking for an opportunity for an opening. Yeah, we are. Amen. Anyway, let me get on right here. I'm almost done, brothers All right. So, sign falls them that believe. And we have proven here a thousand times over. We don't even have to prove nothing to ourselves. We see stuff so much, it's not even really exciting. We just expect it. You know what I mean? It's not even really exciting. We just like, oh, well, praise the Lord. Jesus always does it. Hallelujah. And if there's something that's long standing like we, we figure that out too We getting to it, getting close to it See that's what I'm talking about There are certain things in our heart that is hardened That prevents Jesus from healing us completely See we got a higher standard Than those out there who don't know nothing God holds us to a higher standard A higher level of sanctification We've been given much So much is required Thank God for that, that he can entrust us with much. He could have just said, I'm going to leave you dumb. I'll just leave you religious, make you think that you know something you don't know nothing. Look at all the stuff we've learned. All right. Then he goes on and he says this. Mark 16 verse 19 says, So then after that the Lord spoken unto them, he was received up into heaven and sat on the right hand of God. And they went forth and preached everywhere. And the Lord working with them, confirming the word, the Lord working with them, you plus Jesus, the Lord plus you, the Lord working with them, confirming the word with signs following, amen, isn't that right, wouldn't it be a wonderful day if pastors all across this land could embrace this, this gospel of Jesus Christ like we have embraced it. There'd be a whole bunch of areas full of joy. Wouldn't it not? Amen. Wouldn't it not? Amen, you know, chances are, brother Doug, we may have to buy a tent, brother. Buy a tent, go around. I'm serious because, man, you know none of these old pagan churches. going. All we got to do is buy a tent and then run, put it up in a week in advance and then put up a run of paper and then put a little banner out front and say, Miracle Healing Revival. Yes, go on and beat them up with the word yes, sir, sir. and then watch Jesus confirm the word. Hey, that's the reason why A. A. Allen and Jack Cole and them went around in tents because ain't none of these pagan churches gonna open up no doors for you come. Look, you you ain't seen the message in there. Amen. You ain't seen them. Me- Every synagogue Jesus went into, and they ran him out of it. What makes you think that behavior's done changed? Religion don't want none of you. They especially don't want me. Oh, none of you in it, man. When you come into their temples, they they think you are defiling their temple. You bringing holiness in there, and they ain't gonna have none of that. That's why when you go out, you you are the gazing stock. People look at you like, "Thank God." People spend more time looking at us than they do the cattle in the field. Amen. The eyes of the Lord run to and fro throughout the whole earth to show himself strong in behalf of them whose heart is perfect towards him. Can y'all believe that? God's eyes is actually, he's looking all through this earth. He's going to and fro, and he's looking to see whose heart. You know, that's the reason why David had special favor from God. Because he was a man... Right after God's own what? Heart. The people didn't believe that, but God knew the man's heart, didn't he? He saw it, didn't he? And the Bible said that God's eyes is running to and fro. He's looking all over. His heart, you know, his eyes are always at this place. Because he knows his word being preached. Whenever his word being preached, he can't wait for an opportunity to show up. He can't wait for an opportunity He go, ah, I get access. But he's looking for the people whose heart is perfect. Toward the Lord knows the heart. And he's looking. He's going, wow, yeah, look at that. Look at that. Look. Hey, 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 Gabriel. Right there. That go people whose heart is perfect. Yes, sir. If I want somebody to glorify my name, we'll be right there on Sabbath. Hallelujah Want to go somewhere and show myself Mighty in this wicked and evil and Adulterous generation We'll go right there straightway. They on the right path They on the highway of holiness They getting this thing right Hallelujah They're hearing my voice Glory to the king So the deal is to get our heart Right towards God Amen Do you believe I believe. Do you believe? Yes, I mean, I believe. I brothers and sisters, I'm not I, I'm telling you I believe. Amen. And not only I'm telling you, I will show how much I believe. Amen. Praise, Amen. The, Lord. Praise the, Lord. the Lord. I'm not like some of these big old fat windbag preachers up here just blowing a bunch of them, uh, uh breath. <laughs> There's some proof in this pudding. Remember what I taught us last Sabbath. Remember. When we saw Jesus, when people would come to him, he would ask him, what do you need? See, a lot of times we just come up. And what we need to do is we need to get the people to make a confession. Remember I told you, you could be thinking that you're going to pray for their eye because you see something wrong with their eye. And they might be coming up because they want something to be taken care of in their foot. So that's why you have to ask people, what do you want Jesus to do for you? And do you believe that he's able to do this? And You got to watch those answers. Brothers, I wish I could teach you, but please watch the answers. Because you'll get some answers. Let me give you some, some, some questions okay let's say if you ask somebody it's very important you do it do you believe that Jesus is able to heal you yes I do do you believe that he's gonna heal you right now I believe he will heal me y'all don't hear that that's a difference between saying I know he will heal me see that sounds so close to faith but yet, it just ain't there. Right. Right. It ain't, that's not their confidence. Right. Amen? amen? That's not their confidence. Because if you believe wrong, you're going to act wrong. Yeah, amen? Yes, and you ain't going to believe right. So we got to get, you got to listen real, real close. They'll say, um, you'll constantly ask people, Do you believe God can heal you? If it's something that need to be healed. And they'll say, well, I believe he can heal me. Y'all hear it? You ain't tell, we're the one to ask you the question. We know he's able. But you're up here. <laughs> we're trying to get you to make a positive, doubt-free confession. Because out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth is doing the what? It's doing the speaking. Isn't that right? Or some people say, well, I believe he'll heal me when he's ready. See, you got you got to listen. You got to really tune in and listen. Do you believe God can heal? Well, I, I I I believe He can heal me. Do you? Does that person act like they really believe God? You want to see some people? I got some old A. Allen. Some of them been passed around. I show you some people that had faith to believe. Man, them people up there, man, I believe. Yes, sir. You believe God will heal? Yeah, He gonna hear me right now. That's right. Me show sure him That's how they talk. He going to hear you right now? Right now. <laughs> I didn't come this far. I came because I know that I'm going to be here. See, that's a different language. See, we, we, we've we been Americanized church style. We've been churched. And it has messed us up royally. You got to understand, I have to be honest with myself in order for us to be honest with each other. See, a lot of times we we know these things, but, you know, we... we we, um, when we hear these things and they're put before our very eyes, then the thing that we've always dealt with, we go, ah, that's what it is. That's the thing that's been hindering me. Yes, see, it's because it's, it's wrong belief. It's saying that it's believed, but it really don't believe. Right. It's saying all the right words, but there's really not that confidence that it you really. Yeah. And see, and God knows the heart. He knows the communication. He wants some confidence, brother. He wants some uh, he wants some. I'm talking about, do you believe that I'm able to do this? Yes, sir, I believe it. Go looking out and see how those people responded in the gospels. One guy said, He said, God, I, he said, Jesus, I believe. Help my unbelief. Huh? He even had himself covered. He said, Man, whatever I don't believe, just help me. Just help me. I believe, just help me. Ain't nothing wrong with you ask God to help you. Amen. 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 So Jesus can't heal you if you believe wrong. Because everything, remember, be it done to you according to your faith. Amen. How many times have we read that? Amen. Be it done to you according to your faith. Your faith. Amen. We're going to pray for some of you sisters in here this morning that's got that crazy torment and stuff is going on in your mind. After all these years, you ain't been able to shake those demons. We're going to shake those things. We're not going to shake them. We're going to cast them out. Huh? And this time, you don't even have to cast them out, and you don't have to sit there and go, ah, 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 flop around all the place either. But I've been preaching this word all day. How can you expect for God to all of a sudden jump inside you and perform a miracle in you? You've been struggling to believe this simple word all day. we short change faith and I, I told y'all know I'm not your enemy do you believe Jesus can do it do you believe Jesus can heal you I believe Jesus can brother Sook. why do you think I'm preaching and teaching because I know he can I know he can y'all know I believe this I'll be a shadow of a doubt Hallelujah. And if you really want to see the power of God move, just get two or three with you. Just get two or three with you. I believe that, brother, so I'm serious. Amen. Some will say, you ask them, do you believe? Yeah, I believe. What's wrong with you? Well, I got a bunch of pains in my body. Well, we know that. that's the reason why you're up here, isn't it? Well, yeah, but I ain't come to that. I, I ain't mean, got to pay my body, but you know, that comes from sowing and reaping. That's double-minded. That's two-spirited. You're going to sit up here and say you believe God to heal you, but then you going to come up here and say that you, your whole life is the reason, reason why you feel this because of sowing and reaping. Well, if you believe God to heal something, then let him be the one to determine on the sowing and reaping part. Yeah. so that you may know that the son of man has power on earth to forgive sins he says to the sick of the palsy take thy bed get up walk every time that God heals you he's forgiving you of your sin. First order of all the business is we need to ask God to forgive us of our sins where we have not had a conscience and mind to ask. Amen. We may have asked, but we may have not known how to ask. We could have been double-minded, could have been wavering. Yes. Amen? Yes. Isn't that true? Yes, sir. So we need to ask God to forgive us of our sins that we have not been capable of asking Him to forgive us. Of. Amen. Do you ready? Are you ready to do that? Yes, Are you ready for Jesus to forgive you of your sins? Yes. Hallelujah. Because there's one thing about it, when your sins are forgiven, then he has access to come in and perform his will. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Do you believe? Yes, sir. I believe. Yes, sir. I believe. Yes, sir. No, I keep asking, do you believe? Because yes, everybody don't believe, don't you? I still got that going on. Huh? I'm, I'm taking in the, the Lord now. Putting my pole up now. Call all the fish in need glory be to the king and that's how the gospel work. <laughs> I'm pulling it in now yes sir well man, come on I want to be caught too late now been presenting this Lord all day long wearing my arm out then Jesus said I'm going to make you fishes of men well, this boy, you ain't going to catch fish but you're going to catch men reason why Jesus wants us to catch men so when the men get caught, get taught, then you go catch somebody else. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let's pray with me. Heavenly Father, Heavenly Father in, the Jesus, in the name of Jesus, there are sins, there are sins and, iniquities, and iniquities, transgressions transgression that I've done against you, done against you. In, my life, in my life or the life of my ancestors. My Many of them I can't even call I'm asking you as humble as I know Lord forgive me me Of all my sins All my my iniquities And all my transgressions Wash me thoroughly And make me whole By the blood of Jesus I receive you Lord In my life Soften my heart Make it pliable God right now the name of Jesus heal me Jesus restore me Lord you said in your word if I confess my sins you're faithful and just to forgive me of my sins and to cleanse me of all unrighteousness so I thank you Jesus thank you Father for cleansing me healing me making me whole I renounce iniquity. I renounce sin. Right now. In the name of Jesus. I command all iniquity. And all sin. In my life. To leave me now. In Jesus name. Thank you Jesus. Now give him a praise. Hallelujah. Give him the glory. Hallelujah! Now see, now this is the part everybody's been waiting for. Time to do God's will again. Huh? No, time to heal the sick. Cleanse the lepers. Any prisons that you may be in. In your mind, gotta got get healed. Hallelujah. Now, since we're here amongst believers, you know I'm not going to sit up and take all the glory for myself because it's for the glory of God. Huh? Why do you think I've been preaching it all this week and stuff? I mean, I will come around and deal with some, some matters that may be uh what you call a little rough or tough. Why well, are you following? Don't think I'm I'm, I'm dopping a hands-off attitude by no means. I like getting my hands dirty. Praise the Lord! Praise Amen. the Lord. Amen. But brothers and sisters, what I'm talking about is see when we practice this and we continue to believe this with God for ourselves, and see that God can use us even amongst ourselves right here, you know it ain't going to be no problem we get out there. No problem at all! Because we got a work to do. God is entrusting us with too much of his word, too much of his, too much of his word, too much of his power for us to just sit inside the corridors of these walls right here. And just to toss faith back and forth with each other. We got to be ready. You never know. I might, you know me, I'll go out and maybe be in the West somewhere and be in, man, hey, uh-oh. Except, hey, I want, hey, I want you on this one, this one, this one, this one, this one to be over here in Montana in three days. Why? You know we got to do. And y'all got to be ready to go. Because everywhere I go, there's going to be something going on. we going to tear Satan's kingdom down. We're going to tag down. We're going to tear it
0: down.
2: I may be in New Mexico and have to call up, get sister so-and-so, brother so-and-so, brother so-and-so, sister so-and-so. Tell them I said, I need them here. We got a meeting going on here. I need them here now because there's too many people for me to be dealing. I ain't gonna, I'm not about to stay up to 3 o'clock in the morning praying for all these folks. You get over here. See, that's the stuff that God is preparing us for to get ready to do. Amen. He's preparing us to go out. But before we can go out, we first got to come in. Amen. Hallelujah. 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 Amen. Who knows? You may be somewhere and done started something. And may be calling me or passed out. We need you over here. Amen. Some of you women may be at a well somewhere picking up some wheat or some millet or something and started something up there. You never know what God, I'm telling you, God is not laying all this in our lap, brothers and sisters. For us just to sit here and have this professional faith amongst ourselves so easy. He's giving us giving us much and much is required. So you got to be ready to do God's will because that's what we're going to do. I'm that's what it's all about. That's, that's what our whole mission is about right here. Our whole mission is about Jesus. 100%. Jesus. All day, all night. The King. Amen. Amen. Do you believe? Hallelujah. Thank God for believers. I'm, I'm so sick and tired of unbelieving. <laughs> i tell you what. Amen, Father. We thank you for this service today. We do pray that these sayings sink deep down our heart in Jesus' mighty name. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. All right, let's get up here. Let's, let's y'all start praying. Let's get come on.